This is a HeadGum Podcast. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. We are old-fashioned. Our whole modus operandi is old-fashioned. Can you imagine an Andrew Carnegie or a Cornelius Vanderbilt seeking a cadre of consultants on whether they should buy a steel mill or buy a railroad? This was Sardar Beglari, owner of investment company Beglari Holdings, at his 2020 investors meeting, which, despite the pandemic, was held in person at his insistence. The ill-advised IRL meetup was emblematic of Beglari's stewardship of his chief holding, a Midwest burger and milkshake diner he acquired in 2008 one headstrong man making a dangerous decision that sandbagged countless others. Like the restaurant industry at large, Bigalari's restaurant chain is cratered in 2020. But the company's problems predate the pandemic. His quixotic expansion across the U.S. and internationally seems to have resulted in as many closures as openings. His massive reduction of the menu and removal of table service has been a Pyrrhic victory, cutting costs by removing two of the hooks its loyal customers counted on since 1934, and the company has fought multiple lawsuits from hundreds of managers alleging unpaid wages. And while the pandemic has certainly worsened its financial state, the company defaulting on its debt on April 1st of this year, barely weeks into lockdown, can hardly be accounted for solely by depressed sales due to COVID. So will Beglari's restaurant survive the battering of 2020 in good enough shape to make a resurgence? If so, it will be against the odds as dozens of locations have closed, and the chain has resorted to converting company-owned stores to franchises for quick cash infusions via franchise fees. In fact, the company was prominently featured in a Washington Post piece ominously titled The Iconic Brands That Could Disappear Because of Coronavirus. One anecdotal sign of the restaurant's woes, of the three California locations reviewed on previous episodes of this podcast, Santa Monica, Victorville, and Burbank, all three have now closed. This week, on the final New Doughboys of 2020, we return, once again, to Steak and Shake. Welcome to Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. I'm Nick Weiger. Along with my co-host, Cree Master and Commander, the Spoon Man, Mike Mitchell. The Night Spoon. The Night Spoon, I apologize. Cree Master and Commander was the roast from Patrick Selly, roastspoonman at gmail.com. I hope he makes like a Sully and goes down on a plane. <laughs> well, it's Selly, and also Sully famously survived and was a hero. I don't want like, that saved for him. hundreds of lives. <laughs> to be clear, I don't want that for him. So you want the you want the alternate uh, reality? You want to step through the, the the Doctor Strange portal and go to the world where Sully crashed into the Potomac and killed hundreds of pa- hundreds of people. No, let's just say I want him to be one of the birds, babe. <laughs> was it the Potomac? I don't know which river it was. The Hudson. 
The Hudson. The Miracle on the Hudson. That's you, what it was. You fucking dumbass. You know, Sully dumbass. had a subtitle that was like Miracle on the Hudson. Sully colon Miracle on the Hudson. Maybe I would have remembered it. I heard that that before each of the passengers got off the plane, uh-huh. Sul- Sully made love to him. I mean, <laughs> if, if he deserves it. That's the price for survival. I'm just trying to grow the legend of Sully. <laughs> the, the men, the women, and the children made love to all, <laughs> all of them. Jesus Christ. All right, I didn't think this through. Wags, what, what were you going to say? He had what? I was, was going to say he had no refractory period. <laughs> just one after the other. Is there a, a, a and that's like a, I feel like if there's going to be someone who's going to succeed the you know the the Chuck Norris jokes which got played out like ten years ago then maybe it could mm-hmm. be Sully Sully could be the guy with the, with the Bill Brasky legend why not Sully I say Sully yeah why not I think we've kind of already passed Sully you know he had his big cameo in Daddy's Home too I feel like that was a kind was of the great. cap on Sully. He recently really came out and said no to Trump. Also, you have not been introduced yet. <laughs> well, introduce me. How the hell to Spoon Nation? Sully said no to Trump, which honestly, as far as like old white guys, he passed a pretty big test. I mean, I guess. I mean, it's a pretty low. It's, it's like a, it's like a pretty low bar to clear. It's like a yes, limbo bar sure. to clear. But sure, but yes, I, I I think that 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 Sully has said a lot of positive things. He also I think has said some things about like you know Uh-oh. labor issues in the Uh-oh. airline industry with, that I think are very positive. Oh, okay. if I if I have memory serves, I think he's been like you know pilots are overworked and underpaid, and that's definitely true for flight attendants as well. I mean, it's, you know what's you know what's been kind of fucked up with Sully is how he wants to eradicate every bird on the planet after what happened. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, he's seen firsthand what birds can do. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's uh, like like everyone. He's seen a bunch of birds and gone, birds, birds. How the hell, the Spoon Nation? Here's a little drop, Wags. <laughs> Here's a little drop. From July 2019. Wow. That's when Sully wishes he'd landed. If he had any regrets, wishes he'd landed in the summer. (laughs) Uh, Nick, I call that before times. (laughs) Right. Fair, Fair enough. All right, here's a little drop. Doughboys, doughboys. Wow. You know, a lot of people say they listen to the podcast to help them sleep. That definitely feels like a drop that would help you just drift off into mm. a gentle night slumber. Is that vaporwave? Is that what you call that? I have no idea, but that's it's, yeah. it. Seems to me like a like those like uh, like Nirvana for kids or whatever. You know what I mean? How they do like right. a kids bop? Yeah, it seems like a kids bop, a Doughboys kids bop. It was very nice. Maybe that's the sound. Maybe that's like a, the sound we'll hear when we go to heaven, Wags. <laughs> yeah, right, heaven. 
Our guest, by the way, gave that drop a big thumbs down. Wow. We'll have we'll have to I hear it, his I th- take. I, th- I thought it was a great end of the year drop. I thought it was nice. Yeah, it was very tranquil. Here's my take on your theme song. Perhaps it'll be good for your in- inevitable joint funeral. And then he had his, his fingers crossed. So never mind. Fuck this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Love you guys. Derek. I won't say his last name. It's a city in Texas. Hmm. Could it be San Antonio? Could be. Austin? Could be. Houston? Dallas? Houston? Could be. Derek Dallas would be a pretty cool name. <laughs> yeah, Dallas would be pretty cool. Austin, so wait. Austin, Houston, Dallas. Those are like the three ones that make sense. San Antonio isn't kind of crazy, right? Would be a little, yeah, that'd be a, that'd be a, a little bit of a wackadoodle last name, but possible. Um... I think I think Derek Dallas. That sounds too much Derek like a Dallas. porn. It that does. Sounds- it sounds like a porno actor. <laughs> Derek Dallas, famous for his uh, heroically large loads. <laughs> Didn't have the biggest tool, but he had the biggest loads. <laughs> Dear God, my loads match my size. <laughs> Mitch, I have, you know, you, you, the, I have a, I, I meant to get to this before you played your drop, but I have a supplemental roast. This is a second roast that got sent in that Why? I wanted to read because of context. This is from Jay Logston of Des Moines. Mm. And Jay writes, whenever one of Mitch's progressive commercials comes on, my daughter will excitedly point at the screen and be like, daddy, look, it's Spoon Boy. Wow! So that was that was sent into the roast email. A, a uh, but uh, daddy, it's the spoon boy. How about that? Uh, it's night spoon. Get it right, you dipshit. <laughs> <laughs> Should we introduce our guest? He's already come in. He's a writer whose credits include Fist Fight and Brooklyn Nine Nine. But you probably know him best as the commissioner of the Doughboys Tournament of Champions. Evan Susser is back. Hi, Sus. Happy to be here. Guys, <laughs> December 15th, 2016, Steak and Shake 3, The Blow Up. Wow. God, I thought, right. gonna, I thought you were going to at least say Steak and, steak and Shake 1. It's Steak and Shake no. 3 was four years ago? Yeah. No, this <laughs> is five. Trump had just been elected president. That's we right. waxed about what an awful year 2016 had been. How we couldn't imagine a worse year <laughs> than 2016. <laughs> and we Dear talked God. Steak and Shake, and things got a little testy, and people got yes. a little mad, so much so that the episode, some call it the best episode of Doughboys ever, some call it the best episode of any podcast ever, but it was known as wow. The Blow Up. That's well, right. today is going to be something a little different. This is going to be a glow up because we've had, you know, we've had quite, uh, we've had quite a year. This is going to be about positivity. Glow up is a piece of slang that I think I'm using incorrectly. I think it usually (laughs) refers to like a makeover, but here Mm. we're using it to mean positivity. This is going to be all about how grateful and appreciative we are for the good things on the podcast in our lives and I am so happy to be here for it. A glow up a glow up is like when like a a model or something will post a picture of herself at like a 
as like a like look at me i'm like a pudgy teen or whatever i look like a dork right whatever that's that's what a glow up usually is i think which i look i don't like glow ups because i think that the one they're yeah. like i'm better now and also i've never glown up Look, Let's I've already made posters. On glow ups. I've made posters and T-shirts already that say "glow up," so we're sticking with glow right. up. This um, is the glow up, okay? So this is the glow up. Why? Definitely, what's, this, what's, this trio of middle-aged men are the ones to decide what a glow up is and how we feel about it. I don't like them. <laughs> All right, Wags, it's a glow up. It's a glow up. I love it. I will say in this year, there has not been a lot of things to look forward to and doing mm. this episode and being with here with you guys is something I've been genuinely looking forward to for the past few weeks. And I'm very happy to be here. We love to have you, Susser. The hell is this shit? <laughs> this is you're already abandoning the glow up thing. This is supposed to be a positivity. I don't trust them. I don't trust them. <laughs> Something's going to happen. In your fellow man. No, he's not. I don't think there's a twist coming. I don't think this there is. There is a is... twist coming. There is a twist okay. coming. You see, in order to get the glow up going right, uh, Emma and I and Drop King reached out to some friends of the Doughboys. And we, uh, we, have, a little, we have a little clip we want to play. Wow. Uh, so we're going to do that now, if that's okay. I give sure. you my permission. <laughs> okay, here we go. Okay. Oh, the weather outside is frightful. Inside is so delightful. Hi, Mitch. Hi, Weiger. Hi, Doughboys. It's me, Doughman, John Gabris. Hi, this message is for the Doughboys. It's your boy, CT, the Don of Dough, the seventh Doughboy, as I'm known in the streets. I don't need to be the third, fourth, fifth, or sixth because seven is a number of completeness and perfection, both physical and spiritual. So after me, there are no other Doughboys. Hi, Doughboys. This is Rachel Weary in Milwaukee. This is David, and I'm messaging you from Tokyo. This is Ian calling from Western Massachusetts. Hey, guys, it's The Knife. Greetings, Double Read. Greetings, Mrs. Mitchell's boy, Michael Mitchell. It is I, John Hodgman. Merry Christmas, Doughboys. It's Trevor and Amanda. Hey, Mitch and Nick. It's Eva Anderson. I miss you guys. Happy holidays. Hey, Nick and Mitch. This is Christine Engel. Hey, this is Betsy Sadaro. Nick, Mitch, I love you so much. I hope you have the best holidays. I just want to call and wish you guys a Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year, a Happy Holidays. I just want to say Happy Holidays to my best good friends, Mitch, Wags, Emma, Susser, and you, Song, because I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for y'all. Since y'all discovered me yelling at that server in a Ward's restaurant in Long Beach, Mississippi, and gave me a shot, I've done nothing but thrive. I'm currently outside uh, the Toronto movies pop-up, waiting in line to get a cocksmoker chicken sandwich, and then I'm going to go to Minneapolis to the movies pop-up there, and then I think I'm just going to keep following them around the country like the Grateful Dead for the rest of 2021. Thanks for making the show, guys. It's our go-to podcast whenever we're in the car together, and it's brought us a lot of joy over the last few years. There wasn't a lot to celebrate this year, but at least you gave us Grocery Store Month. <laughs> Looking forward to listening to you in the new year. Merry and happy and everything to you guys. I love it when I get to listen to you in my ears, but I prefer it when we can be in the same room together, and I hope that that happens again soon. I'm calling to say thank you because uh, last year I was really sick with cancer, and um, my friend Court, hi Court, and uh, my wife Julie got in touch with you to let you know, you know I'm a big fan of the show, and you guys sent me a message. It really cheered me up. It was like a big surprise, and 
I just think it was so nice of you guys to go that extra mile for someone you haven't met. Appreciate it, guys. Really, love you. It's been an incredibly tough year for everyone, but your podcast has been such a source of joy for me. It reminds me that despite all the bad news coming from the States, there's always a new fast food chain for me to try whenever I'm able to go back home. (laughs) Thank you so much for keeping the podcast going through this crazy year. It's meant so much to me and other fans that need it at this point. So thank you again. Just wanted to say congratulations on making it official. It's about time. Uh, I'm sure Natalie's not that excited about it, but hey, love is love is love is love is love. Am I right? Have a great 2021. I love you guys. I hope 2021 is a little bit better than 2020. I know you're both expecting me to come on here and, uh, you know, knife you both. But the bottom line is I'm not going to do that. Okay. Because this is a time of love and joy. And my gift to you this holiday season is my undeniable love. Much like Mitch's undeniable love for me. I think we can all agree on that. We've listened to the episodes. You can hear it there. And the tension, naturally. I hope you guys get to have all your wonderful holiday traditions. Like Nick sitting in silence as you eat the seven fishes with your family. Or Mitch kissing your mom on the lips for way too long underneath the mistletoes that you have set up all around your house. Happy holidays and I love you. I can't wait for all of us to share a vaccine needle and get back on the road together. I love you. I hope you have a wonderful new year. I love you. Goodbye. Oh, love you. Anyway, love you guys. Love you all. Thanks for the podcast. Miss you guys. Actually, truly love you guys, which I'm embarrassed to say, but that's true. (laughs) Anyways, I adore you both and um, happy holiday. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. I'm on a little bit of pain medication, so I'm loopy. (laughs) Oh, no, I got to start over. (laughs) The glow up. Wow. (laughs) Wow. How do you guys like that? (laughs) Wags. He got sus got me teary eyed. That was wonderful. What a nice piece of audio. What it would nice to hear from all our friends and all and a bunch of listeners. Sus, that was, that was very, beautiful. very that was very beautiful and sweet. Well, and what a lovely gesture from the both of you and, and Robert Persinger. I really can't take too much of the credit. Uh, Emma obviously is the one who made the magic happen. And the listeners and the people who wrote in. I just wrote uh, an email. Um, (laughs) But guys, I just thought that was some positivity that we could start this off. Um, And that I also thought it would make you guys kind of uncomfortable to listen to four minutes of people (laughs) saying nice things about you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no. Yeah. Everyone's wrong. I got got a little teary-eyed, but... You also could have just eaten a Big Mac on camera. I probably would have gotten the same amount of teary-eyed. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that was very, very, very nice. I, I oh, it was lovely. it was nice it was nice to hear all that. Thank you, so that was lovely. That, that was and thank you, Emma. Of course. And thank you to everyone who listens to the show and says nice things to us. And uh, thanks to all our haters too, because you you fuel my fire. You keep yeah. me going. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Thank you to the haters the most. Actually, <laughs> my <laughs> whole drive is to prove you wrong. Uh, and also, Sus, um, uh, good job making all these people that we have on the Christmas special do something a couple days before it, too, on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> they did it a few weeks I, ago. It's okay. They, they did it all a right, few weeks all ago. Right, all right. All but, right. Wait, but it did occur to me when you were emailing everyone that they'd be like, are you fucking kidding me? Another thing I have to do for this dumb podcast? But you know what? It's the spirit <laughs> of the holidays. Um, and That's I told true. them that well, they were God all going to be paid that. That was for the <laughs> messages. Uh, happy to do it. Uh, guess what? 
Surprise, you're not. Right, Wags? (laughs) That's right. New policy. No pay. Uh, No pay. Sussa. Oh, Sussa's gone. Susser just disappeared. What, did, did it, was Susser ever alive in the first place? Was <laughs> he was just a helpful no, ghost I, this whole here. time? I saw, I saw, I saw Mitch. I'm, on, I'm looking at you guys on your phone because uh, my phone because it's too complicated to figure this whole Zoom thing out. And I saw Mitch on his phone, and right. I thought maybe he like texted me and said I actually didn't like that montage <laughs> or something like that. So I had to check to see if I had a text from him on my phone, but that was that was not what the text was about. I like how we're nine months into the. This is this is how everyone's been working who has any sort of office job, and which you have. Yeah. And your position is this whole Zoom thing's too complicated. It doesn't. <laughs> Still work. have yes. not figured it out. You you work on it. <laughs> you work on Zoom daily. No, not anymore. But yes, I did for many months. And well, you know what? I here's my feeling about Zoom. When the pandemic started. And all of a sudden, it was like, oh, download this thing called Zoom. I was like, this is pretty good for a piece of technology that they weren't expecting everyone to need all the time. Right. But then it kind of felt like 10 months in, there'd be something like way better that would just be like yes. super smooth. And it would like, you would think that you were there and you wouldn't have any glitches or problems. And it basically just stayed the same for 10 months. Yeah. How, yeah. How is Zoom not, how have they not iterated on Zoom? How do we not have a new Zoom client that's got all these like fancy features and is more mm-hmm. stable? I, I, I'm also like, I just like, um, someone else made this observation of just like, I had never heard of Zoom until like week two of lockdown and they were like hey get zoom and we're like okay we're suddenly using zoom multiple times per week i was like what the fuck is zoom where did zoom come from how did this become the fucking de facto uh standard that everyone's using what happened to fucking skype what what happened to skype what happened to Skype? That's the question of 2020 is is what happened to Skype? Can we get a Malcolm Gladwell podcast about what happened to to Skype? Can we get a six part series? We should also get one about what happened to Spike. Spike TV. <laughs> <laughs> Became the Paramount Network, right? <laughs> I think it is. I think Spike is now the Paramount. I think that is yeah. what it has evolved. Like a Pokemon, it was That's Spike right. and then some other and then there was a middle a middle one and now it is Paramount Network. It was back in the day it was the Nashville Channel or the Nashville oh, so, Network. So Nashville Nashville ne- Network is its first form and then Spike yeah. is its middle form. It was TNN, then it turned into Spike. Everyone was mad, and then it turned into Paramount Network. Hmm. Hey, this is this is almost as good as uh, five minutes on Glow Up. <laughs> I think the Glow Up stuff people are going to like. I think so. I too. think people like the Glow Up. Yeah, it's very. No, that, that was, was saying, lovely. I was saying why why our riffs on Glow Up. The the actual audio was good, Sus. I liked it. It was very nice. I thought it was beautiful. Nicole did that while on meds. I, I feel bad. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. God bless. No, her. I'm saying I'm saying the riffing on Glow Up was also good. <laughs> Yeah, it was also good. I agree. I uh, by it's it's funny because I was unsure how to transition out of that because literally the first bullet point I have in my notes was that I had a too hot dog lunch, and I was going to ask you guys, <laughs> what's the right number of hot dogs to have for lunch? I think it's two. I think two mm-hmm. is good. Yeah. Though yeah. At, a, at, at a at a if I'm at a barbecue, I've told you this before, Wags. I do I do two dogs and a cheeseburger. That's my that's, that's my great. BBQ. But that's a BBQ. You're cutting loose. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm talking about like you're you're having a, a a not necessarily maybe it's not even a work day, but you're just having a lunch, like a normal lunch. To me, that's two hot dogs. Hmm. 
Maybe it's yeah. one if it's like a big hot dog. Well, yeah, I think you could go two Costco dogs, and they're pretty big, and that would be a man. Lunch. Those are those are big boys. Yeah, but I still think that that would be a lunch. Well, considering we just listened to a man, thank you guys for helping get him through his cancer. I would say two hot. Yes, dogs. we should have right. touched on this. <laughs> <laughs> I would say two hot. That dogs. was very Keeping very all sweet. Of that in mind. <laughs> no, you yeah. guys are clearly too. You guys are clearly too uncomfortable. We're just gonna go past it. <laughs> no, it was the moment that made me tear up. It was too nice. It was. It meant a lot to us. And, yes. and hey, Weiger. I, yes. Let's just but end the show the, in two years, right? But, like the plan, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> you mad at me? This isn't supposed to be the blow up. Too. It's not supposed to be the blow up. It's a glow up. Um, but back to the hot dogs. I would say my real preference yes. is a hot dog and a hamburger. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like this I is mean, crazy. That's great. I'm never really satisfied with hot dogs. I have a quick question. Wow, that is crazy. How how many times has Sus used that segue before? <laughs> Anyways, back to the hot dogs. How many times do you think he said that before? I think it's once a day. Yeah. Uh, I uh, I I let's see, hot dog and hamburger or two hot dogs. It just depends on my mood. I there are days when I would go two hot dogs, but I I get mm. what you're saying. If I could only choose one of the two meals, of obviously I want burger plus hot dog. Like that's a great combo. Mm-hmm. Mitch, what do you? What say you? A cheeseburger and a hot dog. I would. That's yeah, what I, I mean, would want. Of course, mm-hmm. you want that variety. Here is how uh, how I've been. You know, every now and then with my daughter, uh, we'll do hot dogs as a treat, and I will make a hot dog oh, for myself, and then I'll kind of like cut up pieces of hot dog for her to eat. But guess what? Sometimes she's not that hungry, and that just becomes two hot dogs, which is pretty good. <laughs> Hell yeah. But other times, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm pretty hungry. And I'm like, well, she's probably going to eat like, you know, a sliver of the hot dog and then it'll all be mine. And that's like the one day that she's going to town. And, you know, then what do you yeah. do? You grab that's it out tricky. of her hands and say, that's, that one's for daddy. <laughs> <laughs> you're also bragging about how <laughs> you're bragging about how you trick your daughter out of hot dog. Uh-huh. Out of hot she dog. She doesn't need a hot dog. It's not good for her. It's true. What type of hot dog do you? My my mom because we got the uh, we got the beef hot dogs from Costco. Wags when we went to Costco recently. Those are good ones. Those Kirkland dogs. Yeah. My mom says that she likes the pork hot dogs more. Interesting. I actually so coincidentally the mm. hot dogs that I had for lunch were some beef hot dogs I bought from Costco. The Kirkland hot dogs that I that wow. I grilled up. I got some of those in my fridge. Wags. They're great dogs. You grilled them. Uh, I mean, I, I I fried them in a pan. I didn't grill them okay. outside, mm-hmm. That's but it, good. they're fetch, they're functionally like a grilled dog. It's 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 cl- I had the little grill lines in them, um, and uh, it, it it was so the casings crisped up a little bit. Great, they're great dogs. Pork dogs, I don't know. I feel like I like the all beef ones. If I have my mm. if I can have the pick, maybe. I mean, there's some that are mixed, right? They're, that are mix of pork yeah. and pork and beef. So the ones I know is there's like a frank that's just kind of all meats. You sometimes you'll have some some beef and pork and sometimes some some chicken in there. You know, just kind mm. of everything. Um, and then the all beef ones. Those are the ones I know. An all pork hot dog. I don't know if I've encountered. Although all pork sausages, you'll obviously encounter. Yeah, I think my mom likes. She was saying that she likes some more. I think more pork heavy 
But uh, right. But, but I I really love that Costco hot dog. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan. Great hot dog. You it's know what I'll do dog. sometimes, Wags? I'll boil. I'll boil my hot dogs in beer sometimes. Oh boy, that's fun. A a beer boiled hot dog. I used to do that all the time back in the day. What do you do with a leftover beer then? You fucking chug that hot shit down. <laughs> <laughs> all the alcohols burned off. Yeah. Just chugging just, hot bread water. <laughs> that also tastes like hot dog at that point, yeah. too. <laughs> uh, but a beer boiled dog can be really, really tasty. I mean, I come from the, the boiled hot dog land, by the way. Right. The, we boil dogs a lot over here. We grill them up, too. A lot, but... of, pro- a lot of good ways to do hot dog. Mm-hmm. Well, we've exhausted this. We've exhausted hot dog talk. What else is on the sheet? Yeah. Okay, here's the next one. You're in Maryland right now. Yes. Jesus Christ. Uh, you talked about your 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 life as a as a stay at home dad a little bit, but I wanted to ask your <laughs> since you're since you're in Maryland and this is where you're from, any hometown eats you've been able to get uh, during this this bizarre sort of lockdown period. Well, one of them we'll get to later today. Wow. Um, a little teaser. Wow. And then uh, beyond that, uh, there's a place, uh, Moby Dick, which is a kebab place, which we, you know, we have a lot of kebab places mm. in Los Angeles, but there's something about this place that yes. uh, I'm a big fan of. Um, and uh, so that's a place that we've gotten pretty regularly. And uh, there are a few other kind of local spots um, that we've gotten, but, you know. Uh, it's not Los Angeles, the, you know, it's not as mm. good of a food city as Los Angeles. Wow. Right. Sus, when I, when I was there, you told me to go to a, a, a Greek restaurant. Do you remember this? Oh, yes, I did. Zorba's Cafe. Zorba's In Cafe. DC. Yeah. And I went. Yeah. Zorba's Cafe. Sounds like a hut. Yes. Mm. Mm. It was good. Is there a Zorba the Hut? I th- there might be. There should be. I'm going to consult Wikipedia. There probably isn't in in uh in 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 Mandalorian. Is is there a Zorba the Hut? There's a Zorba the Greek. I'm I don't know if there's them. a Zorba the Hut. You know what? I do I do I do confuse Greeks <laughs> and Huts a lot of the time. <laughs> I have Wikipedia open. Yeah. Zorba has been a shameful, puss-filled boil on the glorious hut business community, and his, this sentencing is a heated lancing long overdue. His selfish antics have been given an, have given an unwarranted criminal taint to the hut reputation that can now begin to rebuild with his absence. Nick, this is what? Aruk Basadi Aora, as quoted in, uh, boy, some Attack of the Clones fucking Wags. spinoff. Can, yeah. I, can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. Is he a big purple, uh, big purple hut? <laughs> he looks more of a, you know, there, there's not a lot of canonical art of him. He looks a little bit more just conventionally hut. Uh, he's got the conventional, you know, Jabba hut coloration, but he looks like he's got some, like a braid, like braids, like a braided beard. Like he's got some sort of hair coming off of him. That's cool. Yeah, I it also, is kind of cool. Except kind of gross to picture a hut with hair. Guys, yeah. this is this also the first end of year episode that there's not a Star Wars coming out? Wow, a very long time. How are you guys doing? 
Yeah, year year one we had Force Awakens. Then we had was it Rogue One? Rogue One. That was Rogue One was just coming out when the blow up happened. Right, and then we had and 2017. Wow, was 2017 Last Jedi? I believe so. And then 2019 would have been well, 2018. I'm skipping. 2018 would have been oh. Solo. And 2019 was this. That recently was. Uh, 2019 Rise was Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. Wow, you're right. It is a glow up. No, it no is more, a glow up. No more of these shitty movies. I was going to say no more. Not a, not another source of uh, arguments for the two of us. Another source of disagreement. I the the I liked the one the year we had the blow up is the Star Wars movie I liked the most. Rogue, Rogue One. one. Maybe that's what we need. We need a Star Wars we disagree about mm-hmm. so that, that we can use that as uh, the release of the tension that exists between the two of us. It's funny that 2016 was bad, and this year is so bad that I don't even care. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 2016 yeah. seems like nothing. It's it like, seems oh, yeah, like Trump won? Yeah, all right, whatever. I, just, <laughs> I don't even care. At 2020, yeah. I, I, I'm, I, I'm numb. It doesn't matter anymore. Right. No, I, I get that. Yes, that it, that it almost seems like silly to complain about this year. Yeah. Well, I mean, what yeah. is, where, is, of course it's terrible. Yeah. Yes. What happened in 2016? Um, what like 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 probably like uh like Prince died or something, right? I mean, that's bad. Probably. Or David Bowie, some some big celebrity mm-hmm. died. That's bad. 2016 was a cakewalk by comparison. It was for sure, yeah. But I do think that the world, maybe the world, there's no new Star Wars to be bad. Maybe the world will get better the next few years. I mean, the last mm-hmm. the last four years have been really bad. I sure. mean, the, maybe the world is getting progressively worse since we started the podcast. I mean, I, I think that's totally possible. I think that's like mm-hmm. I think that's that's just been our life, our lived experiences, right? Now the second We've question, just, yeah, is it because of the podcast? <laughs> um, can't rule it out. Hmm. I wonder. I just, I truly wonder. I don't know. You know, my mom is saying no peeking a lot for real. Like she knows that it's a thing that happens on the podcast. <laughs> That's great. Mm-hmm. So like she comes, like I'll go, I'll walk into the, her room or whatever, and she's like, uh-huh. ah, the Christmas presents are out. You're always trying to peek. No peeking. So she'll do that now. <laughs> she's leaning into it. <laughs> she's le- like Urkel. Mitch- how many Christmas presents do you get from your mother at this point? Yeah, good question. I, first of all, I don't try to peek on the Christmas gifts. That's insane. Mm. Okay, but, but to my question, my mom still my mom still gives me quite a few Christmas gifts. She spoils me every Christmas. It's it's embarrassing. <laughs> That's great. I love it. It's nice. It's nice. She has no. She doesn't have grandchildren to give them to. I've 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 failed her. Yeah, so. you've seen to that. <laughs> Look. Is part of the reason why I haven't had kids because I want more presents at Christmas? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. She gives me too many presents. What what do you want from me? Why? You get some presents from your mom, right? Um, I'm, I, we, it's like usually like one thing. Maybe a couple of things. You also seem like a guy though, who made an agreement when you were like 13 to have no more presents. We kind of reached, I mean, you know, that that was like a... Uh, Mrs. Weiger, yeah. can I have a word with you for a moment? <laughs> I do call my mom Mrs. Weiger. <laughs> she calls me Weiger. What's next on the list? Uh, next on the list. I was going to ask you this. 
we all, as of this recording, we recently watched a Dynamite episode of AEW Dynamite, All Elite Wrestling. I just, I think universally, this was the uh, the Kenny Omega, John Moxley title match episode. That was just mm-hmm. a regular, it was just like a regular Wednesday night show that was like PPV level good. It was like a fucking amazing show. I just want to get your take on AEW and perhaps uh, the year in wrestling 2020 <laughs> at long, I, because because you are a huge wrestling fan. Jesus Christ. I like wrestling too. We love AEW. We've had guests on the show. We love it. People are going to be tuning out of the podcast. <laughs> and the, <laughs> um, wrestling, you know, it, it was a fun... Well, it was a weird year, like all sports, because it had to deal with the pandemic. Right. Um, but um, I don't want to talk about wrestling. What's next on the list? I don't want to talk about it. It was a really good show. What's next on the list? Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega was a champion. That was great. That was very exciting. He ran away to another promotion, which we're going to see how that happens. That was a fun Loved thing it. that happened. That would be like if that would be like if uh, if McDonald's won the tournament of champions, and they're like, "Hey, like you know, you'll find out how we won on how did this get made." And I'd be like, what? It's how did this get made with like Paul Shearer and Zukas? Like they're talking about the tournament yeah. to champions. That was a fun thing that happened. They're but trying to kill their people, own podcast. But most in that people, reality, <laughs> most they people listening to this are. But you know what? Actually, maybe I should dig in because you know, like you said, you've had AEW guests on the show, right? And 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 I think you have some listeners who are involved in AEW, and my dream for when this pandemic is over is that we all go to a big AEW, like, pay-per-view show together, and then, like, we get, like, the star treatment, and, you know, they're like, oh, Jesus. come back here. Like, you guys are cool. Wow. Um, so so and, you, didn't wanna, you, you didn't want to talk about this until you could angle... Rusting a <laughs> yeah, star no, treatment, right? Exactly. Always exactly. working. I was, always working. I was. I was first. I was thinking about the listener, and then right. I said, "You idiot! Who gives a shit about the listener? Let's think about sus." And <laughs> so I love AW. Everybody, even if you you know watch wrestling when you were a kid and you thought, "Oh, it's not really for me," do yourself a favor. Watch AW. Go to live shows when they return. Say that sus sent you, and uh, it's a great time. Yeah, along with PWG, which is a local show in L.A., it got me back into wrestling, a lapsed wrestling fan with almost two decades of just, you know, not paying attention to what was going on uh, and then coming back to it. And I, I fucking love it. I agree with you. I've been to a couple of 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 AEW uh, PPVs. I went to we, we, we went to Double or Nothing in Vegas. And then we yeah. uh, I was also I was at oh, man, I, I, I don't remember if it was all in or all out, but it was one of the, the shows they ran in Chicago. And this year. During, I'll bring this up because it was one of those things where I was like, what the fuck? Where like this year, our, our mutual friend, Matt Mazzani, who I was at this show with, texted me a photo and uh, of us at that pay-per-view with like a full crowd. Like there's just the two of us there. And he was like, how long ago do you think this was? I was like, Jesus Christ, that's got to be like 2017. He was like, that was like eight months ago. I was like, that was like from August. He texted me towards the start of his pandemic. And I was like, what the, how, how was the earth that different so recently mm-hmm. how has our society completely changed and so, uh, so rapid I, I was my mind was blown anyway i'm sorry mitch you were gonna you were gonna say something i i, I look yeah some aew people listen and shout out to excalibur i know excalibur listens we, we met wags mm-hmm. and colt when oh, we what were a thrill it was it was a good time and uh where were we mm-hmm. salt lake city when we hung with them 
We were in uh, Salt Lake City. Yes, S- we talked Susser's about this. Susser's also with a, giving a shout out to Colton Excalibur too, just to be right. clear. And Joe and Joey, we had on the show as well. But yeah, look. my my boy Joey, we were in a car ride uh, together, me and Joey, and cramped into a back seat uh, with me going to with with Mitch. Yeah, going to a UCB show at after PWG one time, and I asked Man. him if uh, if he gets hurt a lot and if he doesn't like being hurt because of wrestling. And uh, yep, it was a great convo. Anyway, I'm also <laughs> shouting he, everyone he out. Li- he really uh, drew the short straw there. Being in a back seat of a sedan <laughs> with Mitch and Susser. Well, you got Donaldson in the front seat, so you know what oh, it was going to be. <laughs> Look, I got to hold the Wags list. Here's his next question, yeah. Wags. Yes. No. Yeah. It's pretty cloudy outside, huh? <laughs> what are your thoughts yeah. on that? Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. There were clouds yesterday, clouds today. What's next on the list? <laughs> okay, here here is the next one. And this is before we this is this is my last bullet point before we transition into this week's restaurant, which we have a, a little bit of a of an angle on. I'm but finishing off say, my last, my thing from the restaurant if you hear some yeah. sipping sounds. You are the commissioner of the Doughboys Tournament of Champions. That's right. We we, we do feel like <laughs> this Mrs. last year's this past <laughs> tournament, the uh Munch Madness Tournament of Champions Mac Attack where we we went through every single item that they serve at McDonald's, felt like a yep. success. And I feel like everyone's wondering, what's next? Maybe you thought about it, maybe you haven't, but do you have any sort of tease for the next Tournament of Champions coming up in March of 2021? Well, uh, Nick, I'm so glad you asked. Wow. Uh, I don't have uh, an answer yet. We've... I'm going to just be completely frank and honest with the listeners. We've talked about some things. We thought that it was a huge success doing um, Mac Attack, and we thought maybe there's another chain that we could do basically in every item at. I think we were talking about and leaning towards doing that with Taco Bell, mm-hmm. but then yes. Taco Bell, they, they kind of fucked up. They, they kind of fucked, fucked themselves, so and they, got, uh, they took a lot of the items that we would have been looking forward to doing off the menu yeah so i don't know how exciting that is they uh, so Taco Bell also just had an uh, had a commercial that pissed me off uh which had voiceover by ben schwartz that we know from the ucb community but they were like kind of making fun of the fact that they were like we won't take this one away kind of yeah. rubbing it in our yeah. face that's not yeah, just like be like really hey cruel. we fucking did it we're sorry but we're not gonna be cute about it Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. So I don't know about Taco Bell anymore. Maybe there's another chain. I think that when we were so naive, um, we were hoping that we would be able to do uh, a bunch of sit-down restaurants. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, when we were talking about it in June, a welcome back. I think that might have to uh, wait. Um, yeah, we we so, penciled in buffet brawl. <laughs> yeah, I, I you know we were we were overly optimistic. Um, yeah. But you know, give us a break. That was like in October. Um, no, uh, <laughs> I. Uh, so I don't really know. I think we've also we've always talked about doing like a healthy tournament. That's true. Um, which I think the listeners would you know think is like a good positive thing. Mitch wouldn't you know complain about how the tournament is so bad for him and that this mm. was the month he was going to start dieting. Mm. Um, if not for Shut the tournament. Shut the fuck up, both. <laughs> But are you ready for the blow up part two? This episode sucks. 
it has it hasn't been great from the beginning. I'll say that it has not been great. But I think we're getting into a groove now. You know what? Glow up wasn't funny. We got to go back to blow up. <laughs> um, but Wags uh, just wants to leave the entertainment industry in two years. He's done with everything. Yeah. It's true. It's hard to get him to respond to anything. No, you got to keep living your life, you idiot. You're useless, anyways. Sorry. <laughs> so what else are you gonna so do? They, well, you've said your dream. Can you say it? Or I think I've said it on the podcast. I would love to get a job at Costco, and my my concern is I don't have a lot of retail experience. And so I, I think I, I don't know if the move is to, you know, start getting some retail experience now. Mm-hmm. And so I have that on my resume so I can ultimately, you know, get that Costco job because the openings are, are few and far between. And they've got a lot of great candidates. All right. It's a very good job. Or if I should or if I should wait till later and then and then start to get my work my way in there and burn through my savings. When you say when when you say a job at Costco, do you mean like a job like on the floor like stocking things do you mean like a job in like product selection what exactly does a job at costco mean i just want to work in one of the stores one of those stores so not the corporate like offices no i've worked you know i've worked corporate (laughs) jobs before i mean that was Mm -hmm. that was a lot of that was most of my 20s and i guess if you want to count I mean, if you want to count video working in video games as kind of a corporate job, because it very much is, or working in TV writers' rooms as a corporate job, I mean, that's like been uh, the most of my adult life. I, you know, I don't love that life. Right. And I want to yeah. clarify for both the listeners and myself: this is not a joke that you want to just work at a Costco. I would love to have a job at a Costco. <laughs> I feel like, and so this, so you're happy yes. to give up this podcast where you make. I mean, we don't have to get into the numbers, but maybe some do, people would like to hear well that. We do very well for ourselves. We're very, you do we're very, very well lucky. for yourselves, and you set your own schedule, and it's your thing that you created. And at this point, you feel like you'd like to be done with that and just work at a Costco in That's the correct. relatively near future. Why don't you do both? Yes, go work at a Costco. You can still do this, you <laughs> dumb fuck. I guess that's true. Also, here's the second question: <laughs> yeah. If you're working at this Costco, and then someone's you know, Brian Henson's like, I want you to work on some new fucking stupid puppet show. <laughs> All right, look. Earth, Earth and Ed, the show I worked on, was on LA Times top 10 TV shows of the year. It's one of the few things I've worked on that's ever been critically lauded. I wasn't making fun of Earth and Ed. I just said some new stupid puppet show. Well, so so uh, there's there's some nice, emergency so, broadcast get, system. No, it's not me. Somebody else is getting... This it's is my the, watch. It's lovely. my fucking Apple watch. Lovely chorus of 2020 when you just get emergency alerts on your phone about I God turn off. Wow, I saw the message. It's it said it said COVID is in the house, Swags. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um. Oh man, that was so fucking funny. <laughs> Brian, <that's enough>. Um. <laughs> no, hold on a second. I did. I wasn't making fun of that show, but so if I know if if, if, if he tells you to come work on some show, if he asks you to come work on some show, you're gonna say no. I mean, like right now, I'm not doing anything. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but I, I would not say no. I would take it. I would take a job opportunity if it was offered to me. But I think if okay, I'm looking so at this, if I, hold on. But if I'm looking at the future and I'm saying like, hey, I've moved to a different line of work and I am now right, doing I, this look, other thing, I, I actually then, don't then I think that this know. is. I don't think this is crazy. I think that this year has kind of made a lot of people 
reevaluate their life priorities. And I think there is something to, I would like to be, have a job that pays well, that doesn't, is not all consuming that I don't have to stress out about when I'm not working at, um, which I don't know if Costco is, I don't want to endorse that. I really don't know, but I, I understand people like working there. I, I, I I I get Weiger wanting to work at Costco. I get it. <laughs> but I just want to say that I don't know if it will sit well if you're like, hey, I'm going to take a few weeks off to go work at the stupid Henson show. <laughs> but if I was in this world where I have a job at Costco, I'm just not looking for I'm not. I'm like, no, thanks. I have a job like, I right go- now. Yes, I would take that job. But but in the future, then no, I got to. But but I'm saying I'm saying you sh- if those jobs should be open to people who want them and aren't gonna leave to go work on like some alien fucking Kermit. Yes, I'm not about that specific show. Not about that specific show. We have a lot of friends who also worked on that show. I think it's a really good show. I watched it with. Uh, I tried to watch it with my daughter. It's a little not really appropriate for a two and a half year old. But yeah. you know, look. It's more for but, like yeah. Uh, it's more for you know tweens like young boys. I think is the, the yeah, target. Yeah, I showed demo. it to my tween nephew. He didn't care for it either. But anyway, okay, um, fair enough. <laughs> the point is, uh, no, I, look, I, not really. Everyone, every, every, everything is is good. Um, but we're just having yeah, everything fun, guys. is good. It's I agree. <laughs> we love all the shows, don't we, folks? <laughs> We love it's everything that's streaming up. out there. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just I go through every streaming service and I'm just like, hit, good, great. I just scrolling and I'm, I don't know what to watch because everything's so good. Yeah, it's too much. <laughs> Have you streamed anything good? That's on my list. Have you streamed anything good during uh... no, s- Yes. So, sus, I great have a question. I, you said something yesterday that was true and I thought it was depressing. And I want to say it because I think it was a nice thing you said. We were putting mm-hmm. together a list for the Christmas special. And what did yeah. you say, Sus? I said, oh, you know, this is a good cast. In like another lifetime, you could like make a movie or TV show with these people, but it's just not how the way it works anymore. Right. <laughs> Which is fucked up. <laughs> it's true. So many funny people don't work. It's so fucked up. I don't know what has happened in Hollywood, but it is fucked up and bad. Where I see so this many is- people who are genuinely, truly funny. And then there's mm-hmm. just just this weird barrier of fucking people who make decisions and shitty fucking producers and, Guys, and showrunners and people in charge. It's the this, truth, though. This, this it's turning into the blow, blow up. It's, 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 blow up. Up. it's true. It, uh, you know this is it's true. It's a downward spiral. Am, I'm seeing the Reddit comments already being like, <laughs> yeah. they're very successful. They shouldn't be complaining. I know. I would yeah, love to be in their position. This, this is, is the, because this I is care about this industry, you dumb fucks on Reddit. Shut the fuck up. I care about this shit. I've dedicated my whole fucking life to it, and I want it to be good. And Wags, I know you think that's true, too. I know you think it's true. I know you want shows and television and movie to be, movies to be good, and there's a lot of funny, talented people out there, and they should get work, and they should be working. Like you, I, I share your frustration that a lot of extremely talented people are underemployed in a way that seems like it would not have happened in prior generations of the entertainment Not only industry. unemployed, but they should be making decisions. It's fucked up. It makes sure. me so angry. And what Sus said about about the Doughboy special, and I'm not even going to include myself in it, even though I should be included, but I'm not even going to include myself <laughs> in that TV show or movie thing. All the cast of that Aren't Doughboy Aren't you in a movie? Yes, I am. And I'm You're so mad. That's good. It's, That's a good thing. I know. I'm I happy about it. But I'm mad about the state of the industry and all those people who are in the Doughboy I can't wait to watch it on my phone. 
<laughs> God damn it! <laughs> Sorry, it's a glow up. It's a glow up. Do we need to take a few minutes to like go outside, feel some cold, fresh air, come back? Emma! <laughs> Don't yell at Emma for trying to calm things down. Emma, you're fired. I don't think so. Can't fire Emma. <laughs> Emma just vetoed it. Wait, uh, uh, I think that's the first time I've been fired. You are three years in. That's pretty good. (laughs) And also, uh, please edit this and find us a new editor on your way out. I'm gonna release all of the dirt I've ever edited out of an episode. (laughs) Oh no! (laughs) I'm kidding. Jesus Christ! I would never. (laughs) Also, by the way, it's not that bad. For God's sakes. It's probably it's probably a lot of it's probably a lot of this rant unedited. Yeah. <laughs> um you just, it's it's the same it's the same passion you just name names. That's the that's yeah. the that's the unedited <laughs> which, version. Which grant, granted for some reason Brian Henson was enough one name you decided to name. <laughs> I'm taking shots at I, Brian Henson. I love <laughs> Brian Henson. Mu- hey, Muppet Treasure Island, one of your favorite movies. Muppet Christmas Carol is my favorite Muppet holiday Carol, movie. Yes. I love Muppet Christmas Carol and I love Brian Henson. I was just saying that if he decided to put you on some shitty out of space <laughs> puppet show in the future, what would be your response? Here, here's Sorry. the scenario. The scenario is Brian Henson dispatches one of the Henson Company producers to track me down. Mm-hmm. He finds me at a Costco in Sioux City, Iowa, where I'm loading like, Kirkland signature taquitos into the freezer. Into his pocket. He's smoking a cigarette, and he's like... I got Susser, I got Morris, <laughs> I got Skinner. Yeah, he's <laughs> only one last piece of the puzzle. I'm looking for Weiger. That's right. He's listened. He's he's and he's treating me as part of the crew. And and you know what I would we do? Got, we, Why was he taking we a got, haul we, between every name? <laughs> we got we got Mitch as as Fat Oscar. <laughs> what do you say? <laughs> I'm not what a grouch. People didn't think I was a grouchy man before this show. <laughs> what do you say, uh, Weiger? You can be a little grouchy. I'm, I think what I do, what here's what fuck? I do. You're hard to work with, too. You know you're hard to work with, you piece of <laughs> this shit. This is not supposed to be the blow up. It's We're supposed, supposed to be, to be the glow fun. up. <laughs> I'm the good guy. I do everything right. That's I didn't me, say Weiger. I'm the good guy. In we fact, have. I'm such a good guy. I'm going to go work at Costco. Well, good. Get locked in a fucking fridge in Costco and fucking die, you piece of shit. And Noah, it'll be... It'll a be fridge di- as opposed to a freezer. I'm just going to end the Zoom meeting. I'm just going to end it. A fridge as opposed to a freezer. It's so much longer of a death. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, I want it to be longer. It's a slow chill. I want it to be a slow chill. Man. This is supposed um, to be the glow up. I would turn, I would turn to this cigarette-smoking... A producer who'd been tra- who tracked me down, and I would say, "I'm out of the game," and then I'd continue with my tasks. Wow, that's the the hypothetical future. The, this is this is the ideas that I would I would transition away from this industry and do something else with my life, which I think is a thing people do. God, I'm sure all your Costco coworkers would be like, "Nick, please take it." <laughs> <laughs> This fucking weirdo's been working with us for eight months. <laughs> and then he says, maybe I can, change your, I can change your mind. And he opens his briefcase to some warm iceberg lettuce and tosses it to you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll be back with more Doughboys.
Mitch, listeners, did you know learning actually makes a sound? It's true. Listen to this. That's the sound of you learning a new language with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. And Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Wow. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Mitch, you know what I love about Babbel is the courses are convenient. They help me learn real-life conversation skills in my chosen language, Spanish. Makes it easier to order food, ask mm. for directions, speak to people here in Los Angeles uh, without having to consult language apps uh, while you're on the go. Well, Wag, studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. And you don't want to go anywhere near a college campus these days with all those protests. No thanks. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Wags, <laughs> and all those protesters out there... Here's a special <laughs> limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at Babbel.com slash Doughboys. Get up to 60% off at Babbel.com slash Doughboys, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash Doughboys. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh boy, Mitch. Mother's Day's coming up. You got sweaters, candles. The dreaded bathrobe. Mm. Unfortunately, Mother's Day gifts can be a little predictable and boring. That's why an Aura frame is the perfect gift to mix things up this year. Named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter, Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. Dreaded bathrobe covering mom up? Ugh. Get that sweater off of you. Too many layers. Wags, that's right. You know what? I'm guilty. I've given my mom too many of these boring gifts. Yes. Some some sweaters, some candles, some dreaded bathrobes. I've accidentally given my mom the same gift twice. Wow. It's really embarrassing. Or 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 you end up getting like, oh, I guess I'll give you a gift card. I don't, you know, like like it it's it, it doesn't feel like there's any love behind that. Well, guess what, Wags? I've also gifted my mom an aura frame. That's right. Wow. This is the truth. Aura frames are Wi-Fi connected and come with unlimited storage so you can share as many photos as you want from your phone to mom's frame. Not only will she be grateful it's not another sweater, she'll also love that an aura frame means she gets to see more of you. That's right. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's Aura, A-U-R-A, Frames.com. Use code Doughboys at checkout to save. And you know what, Wags? My mom liked her Aura frame so much. Is this true? She got my sister one. And now my sister's got one in her dining room. Wow. Mm -hmm. Terms and conditions apply. Send photos you want. From your phone to mom's frame. In fact, Mitch, I'm going to send your mom a photo right now. The hell? Enjoy, Mrs. Mitchell. I love you, mommy. I love you, mommy. You're talking to your mom, right? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Mitch. I feel like during the summer, pretty much everything I'm doing outdoors is making me thirsty. Yeah, I'll tell you what the issue is. That blasted sun. Curse the sun. Curse the sun. Giver of life. 
but also give her a piece, give her a, a dehydrator in chief, I'd call it. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Summer requires extraordinary hydration because of the sun. You know it's like built for everyday dehydrating moments. Yes. The moon is cool. <laughs> Moon's real cool. When the moon is out, there's never a doubt. The moon is cool. And when the sun's up high, you can't deny it's gonna be hot, 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 hot. Anyways, I think that we've expressed that the sun gets you hot in the summertime. And the moon keeps you cool. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. Mm-hmm. With three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick, it's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. Wags, that's right. And you know what? It's so easy to just tear open a packet of Liquid IV, pour it into a cup, mix it up with some ice cold water, and drink it down. My favorite flavor, strawberry. It's a hydration multiplier. That's right. Gets you even more hydrated, and it's easier to stay hydrated while traveling. And you know what, Mitch? We like the taste. I love the taste. And you know what? I love that I'm getting all those uh, electrolytes and I'm not getting filled up with sugars. Yeah. I love the I love the smell too and it helps you out not just while traveling but after a big night out. You know what I mean? Come on. I Come can... on. <laughs> the moon is cool. Cool cool cool. 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 <laughs> the moon is cool. <laughs> cool cool cool. Tear pour. Live more. One stick plus 16 ounces of water hydrates better than water alone. And Wags, it's got three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, eight vitamins and nutrients, non-GMO, vegan, gluten-free, dairy-free, soy-free, and now sugar-free. We got white peach. Wow. Green grape. Wow. Raspberry melon and lemon lime. That's right, Wags. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code DOUGHBOYS at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code DOUGHBOYS at liquidiv.com. I love Liquid IV. You know why? Why? Because it's cool. Cool, cool, cool. And the sun is hot, hot, hot. hot. Welcome back to Doughboys. We are here with Evan Susser for not the blow up, for the glow up hey. as we return to Steak and Shake. Here's my impression of Weiger after a full year of working at Costco. Hey, hey, fellow Costco employees. Anyone want to go grab a, a chicken bake after work? <laughs> he wants no, to eat the Nick, food that they we have at here. Costco. <laughs> we don't want the chicken bake. We work here. We don't want to go get the chicken bake with you after work. That's what's going to happen. No one wants to hang out in the food court after hours? No. They're not going to. Look, you, sh you have something to contribute to the world. It's me being nice to you. You think so? You have a gift. It's, I mean, you have one great gift that we don't talk about too much on the podcast. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and that's a gift for yourself, really. But okay. you have another gift for the world. You're a weirdo genius, and you're very hard to work with, and I'm not the only one who's hard to work with, but you're a weirdo genius, and you're a very funny person, and people need that in their lives. They need it, Wags. They need Wags. They need you. They need you to be... They need... They Look, it makes you miserable, 
but your 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 suffering is worth it because it brings some enjoyment to some people. Okay, mm, you're you're saying I'm some sort of messianic fi- figure. You're, you're a Christ, Christ, if you will. You're Christ-like. Wow. <laughs> well, I can't. I I, I can't that's say. A very, that's a lovely lovely thing to say. That's very very nice. You can't say you can't say it's us. No. Well, I can't say that he's a Christ-like figure. Um, because of my heritage, <laughs> but <laughs> oh, you'll get in trouble. Yeah, I'll get in trouble now. Now, uh, now, Wiger, you say something nice about Mitch. I'm happy to say something nice about Mitch. I love Mitch. Mitch, you're a great guy. You are a truly talented man. You, I'm, I'm constantly astonished by your comedic gifts. Wow. And by your natural charisma, which I have compared to the force of gravity, that people just like you and want to be around you. They want to orbit around you like satellites. <laughs> All right. This is. <laughs> All right. The glow. No, up. but I, mean that, I mean that you have like a pull. You have a charismatic, you have a charismatic pull because of, and, and that, is, that is a huge part of your appeal. And I am so. You know, it's funny because sometimes people will uh, we we talked we talked about Reddit and sometimes people will have like a thing that's just like, like, oh, bet Mitch, bet Weiger must hate that Mitch is is blowing up. Like it's like there's some sort of actual resentment between mm, the two that's of a good us. Point. Yes, that's not true. And I'm just like, no, I'm happy for Mitch because he's an extremely talented man, and I love that you got cast in a movie because you're the kind of guy who should be in a movie. You're the kind of guy who that. should be in series, and 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 I think you're extremely talented, and I, I love working with you. I love working with you too. Despite the difficulty of working with you, yes, we're both difficult to work with in many different ways, yes. and I I am outwardly annoying and difficult. I I I will say that that's how I feel about everyone else in 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 our group of people that we love, and I and that's how I feel about you too, Ma. Are you down here, Ma? <laughs> All right. Now, she's now down say here. something nice she's doing about trash. Your mother. She got, she's down there. I love my mom. It's been a pleasure being here with my mom the last couple of months. Ma. Ma. Is she down there? I said, I love my mom, and I, it's been a pleasure being home with her and spending time with her the last couple of months. And especially using her car. And especially using her car. Look, we'll get into it. I got into a little thunder <laughs> better today. <laughs> the glow up. Okay, let's go. <laughs> So Steak and Shake was founded in Normal, Illinois by Gus Belt in 1934. Yes. Can I just say that? Ma? (laughs) Ever since I said you were Christ-like, I pictured you up on the cross sucking yourself off. (laughs) Steak and Shake, a Midwest staple with a full menu and table service for decades, as I mentioned in the intro. Did you just boo me? I didn't boo you. Susser did. I think I, I I made a noise. I think it was revulsion. I was. I think he moved. He wasn't. It wasn't the auto fellatio. It was the uh, Christian imagery that repulsed yeah. him. Mm-hmm. I I just I just picture you going your going down on yourself on the cross, and it was. And in Nick, 2008, Steak and, Nick, and Shake was acquired by Sardar Biglari in a hostile takeover. It was took, beautiful. Took the chain nationwide. <laughs> Drop table service and streamline the menu, and the company is now in dire financial shape. Mm-hmm. Can I read you guys? Because Susser, I know that this is this was a favorite of yours, and that's the reason we covered it initially. That's the reason yeah. Steak and Shake has been a fixture at the end of the year when you're available. Mm-hmm. Here, here are some restaurant business online headlines I collected. These are mostly by journalist Jonathan Mays, who covers the the chain restaurant industry. This is all, these are all these headlines are from 2020. 
And th- these are in chronological order. I'm just going to read them. Can I quickly just say, though? Yeah. No, my mom's coming back downstairs. I can't do it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> mom? Is it about... Maybe tell, like, a PG version while she's there yeah, of why you're sucking his dick on the cross. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Why is These she down some... here? She's got stuff to do. It's fucking bullshit. You're Mitch. You're at her home. You are. You are. You know, it's it's you don't have like your own designated workspace. I think it's it's she's got stuff to do. It's fine. Spot is it about? Me. Can I guess? And you can nod. Is it about Wait, you what think happens your mom when is peeking on? Is peeking at you? <laughs> I think she is. Yes. She's she's turned the tables. Uh huh. Was go ahead, the Sus- comment about when he finished and what how that would go? <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Jesus Christ! No, exactly. <laughs> you just got yourself in trouble, Sus. Uh, I was going to say that uh, my mom and my mom and I have been. Uh, you you were asked earlier. My mom and I have been binging Mad Men, mm. and we also and we also we started Sopranos. Wise, we're on season two That's of Sopranos. Right. We've we're, we've uh, we've we're almost through season two of Sopranos, and it's been great. Richie so, April comes in this into the scene. Richie April, Janice, what a great character! Janice, Janice great is. character. My mom doesn't believe that AJ is the same actor. She thinks it's not the same actor because he was he lost some weight in between seasons, and well, she doesn't one hundred percent is. She doesn't believe that's possible for her son to do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, these are the restaurant business online headlines from twenty twenty regarding this week's chain. Steak and Shake turns to counter service as losses mount. Steak and Shake gets credit downgrades after a distressed debt repurchase. Why Steak and Shake's service model change is a big risk. Steak and Shake has permanently closed 51 locations. Steak and Shake closes another 13 <laughs> locations. It, it's like what you would see in like a montage, uh, you know, like, like in, in 30 days later. It's like he, like he would wake up and then just find scattered newspapers around. And that's days how later. he would learn what was going on. Oh, 28 days later? Is that what it was? 28 days later. In 28 <laughs> days later. 30 days later was part three. <laughs> so it's 28 days later, then 28 weeks later. And then the uh-huh. third one is 30 days later? 30 days later, yeah. <laughs> so a month after 28 weeks. It's one month that's after right. that. Okay. Yes. You know who that was? Uh, uh, a young Hawkeye is in that. Is in twenty. Wow! How about later. that? Mm-hmm. Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner. Uh, he's a uh, sacrifices himself in twenty eight weeks later. Wow! So uh, see, let's let's talk about what we actually did for Steak and Shake because there is not a Steak and Shake near Mitch, mm-hmm. and the Steak and Shakes, as I mentioned in the intro, uh, in near L A. in the L A. area, have all closed. They have all, you know, again, just just Sardar Beglari had overexpanded and lost what was special about Steak and Shake, and so there aren't any available. Susser, are there any Steak and Shakes at all near you? There, There is one that was 40 minutes away that I was prepared to go to, but what happened was there was not one in Massachusetts, and also it was pretty disappointing the last time we went to Steak and Shake a year ago. It was, yeah. So we decided that we would not be going to Steak and Shake. And in fact, I'm here to say on this podcast, we're never going back to Steak and Shake. Wow. wow. Holy shit. 
It's over. So, Nick, do you want to talk about what we did do? What we did is we each got ourselves a steak and a shake from mm-hmm. places of our own choice. And maybe more than one. We're going to find out. That's right. I guess I guess all let's start with the first half. Let's start with the steaks. And I will say that for my steak from a, a fast food chain, I went to my beloved Del Taco. Wow. And I was up early. I've been, I've been an early riser lately, uh, even more so than usual. And I got Jesus. myself the epic scrambler burrito with carne asada. Here's the, the description. Scrambled eggs, pico de gallo salsa, grated cheddar cheese, red sauce, hash brown sticks, and carne asada. So it's got the hash brown sticks inside the burrito, which I always like. You know, the issue with breakfast burritos, they can sometimes be a little bit dry, but this one had mm. a lot of salsa and red sauce in there, and I'm supplementing it with, uh, you know, the uh, the Del Inferno sauce, because uh, as I mentioned on the podcast, I am something of a heat seeker. Uh, even in the early morning hours, I like to get my, my, uh, my food pretty spicy. This is a very good burrito, and I think the steak in particular is fine fast food steak. I feel like in most fast food Mexican chains, it's like the, the, the you know, the steak is not going to be high quality meat. It's going to be the lowest quality meat they can get away with. But this one, at least they season pretty decently and it had a nice texture to it. I would get this burrito again. I think if I wanted a breakfast burrito and Del Taco was the closest option, I would 100% get this and, and be satisfied with it. I think this one was a win. Mitch, how about you? What did you do steak wise? Wags, I got steak two ways. Uh Wow. I'm just going to say that every place I went to for my steak and shake were place, were restaurants that are important to me um, in some Mitch, way I did or something another. similar, but, but keep going. Um, so places that I wanted to support during the pandemic. Also, look, I apologize to any Christian or Catholic listeners out there, but it wasn't supposed to be Jesus going down on himself on the cross. And the idea of a guy... Sucking himself off on the cross is funny. It's a funny image, Wags. <laughs> I think the Pope would agree. The cool Pope would definitely agree. The cool Pope would. Pope Francis is on board. He's laughing right now. Listen to Doughboys. Yeah. Um, I went to Fat Cat, Nick. Wow. In Quincy, owned Quincy's by my- Quincy's own Fat Cat. Owned by my godfather's son, Neil Kiley. And uh, I got myself the hanger steak. And I got that medium rare. My mom also got a hanger steak, medium rare. That came with red bliss potatoes, not mashed, but red bliss potatoes, seasonal vegetables. The vegetables were, it was asparagus that was nice and grilled up. And it comes with a uh, Bordelais sauce. Is that how you say it? Bordelais sauce? Mm, I believe so. Bordelais sauce? I think that's how Bordelais? you Bordelais? Bordelais. What's it? There's another sauce, like a Hollandaise sauce. Yeah, it's like, not Hollandaise. the other A's sauce. So Bordelais, yeah. I think, would probably be the pronunciation. It was kind of like a great. It was almost like au jus. It was a. It was like a kind of like a like a gravy ish looking sauce. Right. And it was re- it was really fantastic. The steak was cooked really well. My mom and I were both having a good time. We also got the side of fries. It was uh these last few meals we're we're, we're ending our doughboy meals for the year. So we kind of went right. out and 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 had had a had a delicious steak. Nick, I mean, we're going to rank this out of forks later, right? We're gonna, we gotta, we we gotta do a breakdown in a little bit. So, I'll, so I'll I wait. think that's up to the commission. I think we're gonna, we're gonna figure out how we're gonna rank these exactly. But we got this to go. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, we 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 ate we ate at the house, and the steak was just perfect. I like I like a nice hanger steak 
Why? Because I think that it's a, uh, you know, like it's known to be like a little bit like tougher to cut through. Like, a, but this sure. this one this one was nice and moist and wow and, and juicy and tasty. It just it just had such good flavor to it. It was really 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 fantastic. The potatoes and asparagus were really well done. Wow. But you know, the asparagus gets your it gets your pee to smell a little strange. You know you know how it is. You know what? That's true. Your 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 pee tastes your pee tastes your pee it sm- does always tastes tastes weird. Your pee first smel- thing I notice. Your pee smells a little bit. Your pee smells a little bit strange when you eat the, when you yeah. eat. And these are these are big thick asparagus too. So, mm-hmm. um, uh, it really affected the scent. Anyways, right. Um, so was- were you just like were you ta- were you tasting were you like just angling the nozzle up and <laughs> drinking your piss that way. Or did you like go into a glass and like take a sip? Do you think I'm a type of man who can angle his nozzle up and just take a sip? <laughs> Anyways, um, it was uh, the the steak was fantastic. And th- this is a place that I love, and uh, I, and and I've now surrounded it with things about drinking my own piss. But it was fan. It was it was it was yes. really fantastic. And then Wags, mm-hmm. I went in to get surgery. Uh, in town yesterday, mm-hmm. and uh, I was supposed to have these two lumps in my abdomen removed. Uh, and I went there, and the doctor looked at them. They're benign, which is good news. And he said Great that I don't news. have, I don't have to get them removed until they're the size of tangerines. Interesting metric. Yeah, breaking shoes. And he said, like someone in your family, it's gen- it's it's uh, it's a, g- a genetic thing, I guess, apparently or hereditary. So, but you just get some sort of benign lumps in the, and you're just like in your, what is it in, in, in the fat tissue and the muscle? What's it in? In the fat tissue. Yeah. There was some talk Got about how, how if they opened me up, it would be far, hard, hard to find the lumps. Yeah. There was some talk about that. <laughs> I think he did. That's I think great he, news. I think, I think, I think he did tell me one thing and started off with not to be insulting. I think that's the way that he started some news. <laughs> Anyways, it was good. But uh, and then the second thing he said was, "But I listened to your podcast." <laughs> <laughs> um, but he uh all right, now back to the hot dogs. Uh he uh he 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 he, he was he was a very nice guy, but it was kind of <laughs> confusing about what is wrong. Like there's some issues that I didn't figure out what that were wrong, so that's Uh-huh. So, but whatever, it's going to be good. Wags, I'm, I'm working on myself, you know this. And so this, this was a scare and the scare is gone. And then in, in one of our, just our last meals, cause it's one of our last Doughboys meals. We're, we're, we don't, I don't have to eat Doughboys meals for about a month now, which is great. Yes. And so we, we, we went and got a steak and cheese from D'Angelo's as a little, wow. as a little celebration. I got myself a large steak and cheese and Wags, let me tell you. I love the D'Angelo steak and cheese. The bread is just fantastic. It's on like this this very soft kind of like almost French bread, but it has like a like it has like a nice crisp, not crisp outside, but just a kind of like tough enough where it's. And, but it's also the bread is very soft, but the outside is just tough enough that it, it gives a good bite. And then the steak and cheese is just done really well. It's basically like a lot of people just are like, oh, it's steakums, but they fry it up on a flat top, and it tastes really fantastic, and they crisp it up. And then they got some delicious cheese in there, and I just put salt and pepper on that bad boy. I also got myself a, a bag of Cool Ranch Doritos and a cherry Pepsi, which I never had before. Um, wow. And my mom got herself a, a pastrami. A, a wild cherry Pepsi or 
Yeah, not, wild. not wild. I think wild cherry okay. Pepsi. Yeah, and um, and my mom got herself a medium pastrami and Swiss cheese, and we had some uh, mustard with that, and I had a bite of that, and that was also fantastic. And that's a and so as far as like kind of like local change, D'Angelo is one that I just really like, and I ate it a lot growing up, and I know that they've been on in a. Uh, kind of a uh, tough spot recently right. I, the, 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 them and Papa Gino's, I think they, they, they went, I think they would have filed for bankruptcy last year or whatever, or a year or two ago. So still holding on, but it was real. I was really, 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 really satisfied with both of my steak options. Wow. Uh, I also got a second steak, but I'll get to that in a second. Susser, uh, what did you do steak wise? I also did two steaks. Wow. I went to the, Silver Diner, which is a restaurant started in my hometown of Rockville, Maryland. And I can't believe when you guys went to the East Coast, I didn't even think to recommend this place because it's now become a chain. And they are uh, in Maryland, Virginia, D.C., and New Jersey. Wow. Um, it's a great diner chain. It's actually pretty similar kind of to the vibe of a steak and shake, but a little bit, I would say the price point's slightly higher, um, but mostly because of the kind of, the, like, I don't think you can't get an actual steak at steak and shake. So I got, they had a local flat iron steak, which was topped with blue cheese, Ooh. butter, crispy onion straws, mashed potatoes, scallions, and sauteed garlic spinach. Um, wow. And that ran me $20. So again, not like crazy. But, you know, just putting some context. And uh, I also, like, had to get it to go. Um, and my uh, my uh, parents keep kosher, so I had to eat it outside of the house. Um, wait, really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, wait, is that, wait, but, I, I'm, just, I'm just curious, is that, like, a, a rule that, that can't even be in their house? Or is that just you're just trying to stay out of their sight? No, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Um. So so I ate it on the porch, um, which was uh, not the ideal way to eat it. But I was also concerned, especially with like steak temperature. Right. I was like, you know, how is that going to be? And you know what? It was fantastic. I got a medium rare. It was wow. cooked medium rare, which I wasn't so sure of that. And the, you know, the blue cheese on top was delicious. And the mashed potatoes, uh, you know, it just all went. It was so good. Um, wow. So I was very impressed with that. And then for good measure, I they also have um, they also have breakfast options, obviously. And they had I saw they had a steak and cheese omelet. So this morning I went ahead and got that. Wow. Um, which was also uh, fantastic. And that uh, that came with uh, you know it was like steak and provolone and with like some like pepper kind of spread thing. I don't know exactly how they describe it. Let me look it up. Uh, but that was also very good. Like like wow. some sort of pepper relish, like a red pepper sort yes, of? Yes, exactly. Got it, mm -hmm. okay. Interesting. Um, so, uh, so yes. sus, because... A Philly steak omelet, Philly steak omelet. So that was Philly sliced steak by omelet. caramelized um, um, uh, onions, white American cheese, American cheese, sorry, uh, oh, jack cheddar, scallions served with biscuit and home fries, and then, wow. yeah, like a roasted red pepper relish kind of thing. Now, sus... Because yeah. you, you because you knew that we were covering any steaks you got in this last week or so, did you try mm -hmm. to add steaks to a lot of your meals in the past week? Like, <laughs> it sounds like you added steak to this omelet. 
Yeah. So I also just in the interest, I uh, I had a steak salad uh, <laughs> for lunch. Uh, that I'll also be sending you guys the bill, and I'm also planning on having a steak tonight for dinner. Wow. wow. Um, so all of that all of that gets factored it's in. Strange, but, just yeah, because no, the. The podcast will be, I mean, we'd have it recorded at that point, so it just seems strange. Right, well, I'll, yeah, you, you know, tweet about it, or, you know, I'll text for you guys one. what I think of it. Okay. Um, but, uh, but yeah, these, these these were all pretty solid. I think I liked the actual steak more than the omelet. Um, you know, it, it felt, the omelet felt a little bit more like a novelty mm. than actually what I would want for an omelet. But uh, but the steak was really good. And you know what? I like that the novelty existed with the omelet. Wow. Uh, well, for my second steak and my second shake, actually, I went to a chain that we reviewed for the first time this year, a place that I've been to frequently during quarantine. I am referring to grocery store month's own Trader Joe's. Wow. And I got wow. myself a boneless ribeye. Just a piece of meat. This was a this was an eleven dollar steak, so you know a, 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 a nice cut of meat. Um, and uh, I, uh, you know, I dry rubbed it with sure a red lobster seasoning <laughs> salt. Wait, what did you say? I'm sorry. Sure, you did. Yeah. What What I understand is uh, all right. Dry rubbing is not your preferred method. Okay. <laughs> I dry rubbed Rise. with a. You like to jack off. It's funny. <laughs> with a red lobster seasoning salt which i have and the red lobster seasoning salt it's basically like red lobster's version of old bay so you know obviously mm. they call it their seafood seasoning it's obviously intended not for uh not for land fare yeah kind of strange anyway kind of strange you did this i think but well i was yeah. like oh i ha- i have something that's connected to a chain restaurant and that's the theme of the podcast i think that would be let's let's see how this works and honestly I'd say if you have some Old Bay and you want to you want to experiment with a steak, you just want to try a different steak rub. It worked pretty darn well. I added a little extra, you know, just uh, just kosher salt, just because I feel like it's okay. hard to over. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's hard to over salt a steak, so I just wanted like a little bit more of that. Um, but but the seasoning salt, which is mostly like paprika, onion powder, garlic powder, it's uh, it it works well for a it works well for this this cut of meat. Uh, I reverse seared it in a cast iron sk- skillet, so, you know, put it in the oven at, at a low temperature for a while. I have this kind of wonky meat thermometer, but I still got it, you know, I'd say, I, I was aiming for medium rare, I'd say I got it medium rare plus. It was just on the cusp of medium uh, temperature, so you, you put it in the put it in the oven at like 260, 275 for a long time, take it out, and then you just throw it on a, in a piping hot cast iron skillet for like a minute aside, just get a good sear on it. Um, and let me tell you, you know, I'm not trying to talk up my own kitchen proficiency. I'm sure I'll post some pictures online and people will tell me everything I did wrong. But as someone who is an amateur home cook, I think this was a pretty darn good steak. And the, the, the issue with buying a piece a steak and then cooking it yourself is I never want to spend too much money on that steak because I'm always afraid I'm going to ruin it. And then I've got this yeah. like, you know, this fucking expensive piece of meat that I just like fucking wasted. But this was just at the price point where I'm like, you know what? I can take a little bit of a, I can, I can do my best to try and cook this bad boy, and hopefully it'll come out okay. And I thought it came out pretty darn good. I think it had a good, some good flavor to it. And I think this method of cooking, the reverse sear, uh, if you haven't tried it and you are a home home steak cook, uh, give give it a, give it an attempt. It, it's it's a it's a it's a fun way to mix it up steak wise. Do you think that I could take my own temperature if I put a meat thermometer in my belly button? 
you you know what, Mitch, you can because wow. we didn't have a thermometer in the early days of the the pandemic. And we're like, well, you're supposed to be taking, and like people didn't know fucking anything. So it's like, oh, you're supposed to take your temperature to know. So we had a meat thermometer. You can just use a meat thermometer as a regular thermometer. Really? Yeah, you can just put it under your tongue. It, it kind of works. God, I can just picture Natalie seeing you with a meat thermometer in your mouth when she gets <laughs> on. <laughs> Being so confused. I'm all ready to eat. <laughs> God damn it. Unfortunately, my second item from Trader Joe's, the shake side, was a mm. vanilla protein shake. And Unfortunately. Ugh, you sick fuck. I know. Was this not, is, that's was, such was bullshit. Was not great. Yeah, it was not great. Well, you know, I was looking for something shake-like from Trader Joe's, and I was like, I'll get the, I'll get this protein shake in a can. I, I just, it just tasted chalky and formula-like, uh, thick in the wrong way. It was like, you know, not thick in a, it's just that, that, Jesus. that weird, like, midpoint, be, like a kind of melted ice cream, but, you know, not sort of uh, viscosity. It was, it was pretty unpleasant to drink, and I thought the vanilla flavor, and I love vanilla, but I thought the vanilla flavor was pretty off. I thought that was pretty artificial. So unfortunately, my Trader Joe's shake was pretty poor. You got another shake, though, it sounds like. But I got another shake. That's right, Mitch. Wow. wow. And let me tell you, the second shake I got was the shake of the century. I legitimately what? have not had a better shake. Of the century? Since the year two, I, since the towers fell. I have not had oh a better God. milkshake than what I got, which was the Baskin Robbins Jamocha ice cream milkshake. This wow. was something I got on Natalie's recommendation. Jamocha is their coffee flavor. If you're not familiar, it's fucking great. Just to clarify, you said you said when the towers fell because when you heard 9/11 happened, you did go out and get a milkshake. For and you drank it, but it had the tower hadn't fallen yet by the yeah. time you finished it. Right. Okay, hold yeah, on, a good one. Didn't you have him? <laughs> well, didn't, still you, didn't you have Carl's Jr. or something on the? <laughs> I did have Carl's Jr. on 9/11. Yeah. And did you have God. a milkshake or no? Um, maybe. Pro honestly, <laughs> probably. Anyway, we wow. all we all deal with we all deal with grief in our own ways. You, you very, and I eat. We eat. That's very true. It's a. It seems like not a good way to deal with it. Um. No. No. Definitely not. But let, let me tell you that this this ice this milkshake was perfectly made. It was just, it was so like just like the 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 person you know serving me. She like eyeballed the amount of 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 ice cream and milk, but was like such a pro that got the proportions one hundred percent right. And it was just, it was just like a perfectly made craft cocktail from someone who's just done it like a thousand times. You're just like, holy shit, this is fucking perfect. Wow. The 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 coffee flavor was just like perfectly balanced with the milk. The the texture was great. The it, it was it, I got it on kind of a hot day and it was so perfectly refreshing. I brought this bad boy home. I drank most of it on the on the car ride home. It was so fucking good. Uh, and I I gave it to Natalie. And this is an indictment of me, but. When she took a sip of that Jamocha ice cream milkshake, I have never seen such just pure pleasure on her face. <laughs> like her eyes closed and she like leaned back in her chair. It was just so satisfying. It was, it was a fucking amazing milkshake. Wow. And by the way, people often ask me, hey, where's the best fast food shake, Weiger? Where do I go? People forget about Baskin Robbins. It's an ice cream parlor. It's what they do. You want a great shake? Go to Baskin Robbins. That's my wow. take. Uh, what about your sh your second sh your shakes, Mitch? Rather, 
I only got one shake, Wags. You only got one shake. Okay. Because I'm not a little piggy. Um, <laughs> my mom actually told me I was eating like a pig today uh, at one point, which we'll get into did later. She? Hmm. she said, you're acting like, a, I think she did say piggy, possibly. Um, uh, piggy, another great character from the Henson from, Company. Oh, I thought you were going to say from Lord of the Flies. Oh, he no, he's getting Lord of the Flies. Did they kill him? Yeah. Yeah, One they of the do. F- first instances of sizeism. Yeah, it's they- pretty grim. Do they throw a rock on Piggy? Is that how they kill him? Yeah, they. It, the first they like, I think they break his glasses, mm. and then they throw a bunch of rocks at him, and then they ultimately, I think, push a big boulder onto him, and it kills him. Damn. Yeah, it's gnarly. I mean, I can relate. That shit's happened to me so many times. <laughs> Um, wise, I, I've told this before that I had a, that there was a boy scout, like when I was in boy scouts, there was like a boy scout, like leadership camp out. We did where they took mm-hmm. all the patrol leaders up to, uh, like a cabin. And one Jesus. of the things they did, one of the exercises they had us do is they showed us Lord of the flies to be like, this is like how, what not to do. Like, this is like a, you know, <laughs> I guess like a scared straight thing. And we watched Lord of the flies in this cabin. And one of the other patrol leaders was this heavier kid. And after the movie was over, just all the Boy Scout leaders, all the all the kids, all the patrol <laughs> leaders just started chasing this big kid around and were like, piggy, piggy, piggy. And it was, we took the Jesus. complete wrong lesson. Kids are fucking monsters. We just you, were like, we're just like, oh, we found a new way to bully this kid. And that's you, what everyone did. You joined them? You, you, you chased after this poor child? Well, yeah, because I knew I was next. <laughs> <laughs> him or me wow that is that's can i just tell you that every boy scout every boy scout story you tell is extremely grim i'm always yeah i'm always afraid that it's i just am always afraid it's gonna be the one (laughs) (laughs) yeah bad bad organization um Mm -hmm. i'm glad that you got out of there unscathed i think i honestly can't tell um (laughs) <laughs> uh, my, I'm also offended because you said since the, the towers, I'm not offended about that. I'm offended because I took you to the ice cream parlor, aka the last known Brigham's, and you had a yes. frap there. It was a wonderful frap. And you're, it's not as good as this fucking frap, you're saying? No. I think that's bullshit. <laughs> uh, do, do they eventually in Sopranos, do they get, do they... Do they keep the twin towers into the whole series? Because in the opening, in the opening credits, or do they, or do they, or do uh, they remove them? I think they kept them in, um, but they took out the scene where Spider Man uh, caught a helicopter <laughs> between them in a big web. That was in Sopranos originally. Yeah, that was in Sopranos. I forgot that there was a, uh, a Peter Parker Tony Soprano crossover. Yeah. <laughs> My mom really likes uh, Livia Soprano, the mom. My, she, uh, I think she gets along. Great I think she, character. I think she relates to Livia Soprano in many ways. Uh, great show. Nick, I think it's still one of the... I loved Mad Men because we just watched that, but I think Sopranos is maybe the best show of all time. Is that is that is that crazy to say? It's not crazy at all. Mm. A lot of people feel that way. Uh, I, I went to the ice cream parlor once again, Nick, a place that I've gone before the towers and i've been there my entire life i've been there since i was a child yes uh and i and i love i love ice cream parlor once known as brigham's now the ice cream parlor here in quincy i got myself a uh, a mocha frap 
Wow. Which a frap is a shake, basically. Right? It counts, right? Yeah, 100%. And my mom got a, a mocha ice cream soda, which is basically soda water and, and, and chocolate syrup and a big hunk of ice cream in the soda water. And you kind of. Sounds great. It's fantastic. I think you would you would love it. I'm It'd sure beat, I would. Beat this fucking stupid Baskin Robbins shake, whatever the hell it was. Uh, <laughs> and Nick, I went down there. I saw Dieter, Dieter who runs the ice cream parlor. Uh, Dieter Lumbauer, he's a German man. Yes. And uh, and uh, I uh, I got myself this mocha frap. I I, I said uh, he told me that it's been tough in there. Uh, and uh, and I uh, and I yeah. said. And I said, hey, I'm going to try to I'm trying to eat healthy, but I'll try to get back here as much as I can. And I, I went home and I, I drank this frap and it was fantastic. As good as it's always been. And Brigham's wow. ice cream doesn't even exist anymore besides in pints at at the grocery store. So he had to change up his uh, supplier. But uh, it's still as good as it was when I was a child. It's still really, really fantastic. Uh, I mean, look, I'll give you a, I'll give you a sneak peek. Five forks on this one. I mean, there, wow. There's, there, or, or five wow. straws. But um, but this was this 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 it's it brings me back to childhood, Wags. Yeah. It put a big smile on my face on this shitty year, um, and and I was uh, I was very happy. This was much better than any shake I'd get at Steak and Shake. Wow, uh, and yeah, and that's that's a definitely an indictment of Steak and Shake, Susser. How about you? What what did you do shake wise? I again, you see, I was, this was great about the Silver Diners. I was able to get everything same place. Wow. So I got the campfire shake, which wow. something was the menu that I was looking at didn't for some reason didn't have descriptions of the milkshakes. So it just said campfire shake. And I said, I'm getting that. Didn't even know what it would be. Wow. Um, Can we guess what was in I it? I got it. Yes. Um, I'm going to guess it's like a s'mores concept. It's got like graham crackers. That's right. Yes. Yes. Oh, wow. Graham okay. crackers. What Can else? I guess? Um, yeah. What kind of ice cream? Uh, I was I was gonna guess like vanilla like vanilla ice cream, but it's got marshmallows and chocolate in it. Mm, marshmallow ice cream is my guess. It's vanilla ice cream, graham crackers, marshmallows, and chocolate pearls, pearls. which was that was what was really nice. You know, they kind of you'd suck them up in the straw, so you get like a little bit of crunch of oh, chocolate. Sure. Um, and it was a, just a home run. Um, wow. it was like a really it was like a really fun shake especially with the pearls like the flavor was good but also like you know and it you know it, it did invoke being around a campfire wow. even though you really wouldn't have a milkshake at a campfire because how would you know i guess you could bring a blender and some sort of you know adapter to your car or something but yeah. in a freezer and it seems very cumbersome to have no, a milkshake I, it's possible uh, though but it is possible. Um, yeah. So it was great. Um, and I actually did have it with my steak, which is funny wow. and not really something that I would normally ever do. Um, but, you know, I just had to get this fucking eating out of the way for this dumb podcast. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> but but it was, it was a real treat. Um, and it was all really good. And it was like, did the, did Mitch the, was did, saying, or, go ahead. Did the guy at the diner did he did he dial every number except the last one of the coroner? <laughs> <laughs> um, just wait but, until uh, you finish. Yeah, but it was really good, and like you said, it was a little bit of like just the concept of like steak and shakes 
I was like, man, like this is both of these are great things. Mm-hmm. You know, the concept, it's like amazing that the restaurant that has that name has lost its way. Yeah. Because who doesn't like both of those things? They're both good things. 100%. Um, so, yeah, my shake was great. Wow. Well, I guess I guess that gets us to our final thoughts here. And mm-hmm. let me just real quick defend the premise of this episode. No one, this you is just for my People are on board. But I'm just going to say this. I just want to say this. <laughs> okay. If there are any skeptics out there. Susser's connection to Steak and Shake, which he introduced to me and Mitch, and the reason we went to it in the first place was nostalgia. It was like the memory of going to this place and it having some meaning to you. And I believe we lived up to the spirit of mm. that I by agree. all going to places that we like and getting uh, different executions, different versions of steaks and shakes that had some significance to us. Uh, and I, I think that for that reason, I think this lives up to the steak and shake heritage here at the Doughboys podcast. You know what, Weiger? I yeah. think some people are still not completely convinced. Can you go on a little bit longer about why sure. it was okay? Sure. <laughs> so, you know what, Nick? I got to yeah. say that I 100% disagree with you. I think that this should not be counted as a review of a restaurant. I think this is a non-canon episode. Wow, I think it's I think it's definitely non-canon because what okay. what is it? What like what? We're, this is not going to be the fork rating of D'Angelo's or like Trader Joe's steak or the Silver Diner. I mean, it's a uh, so I guess we're just are we rating the concept? I'll or tell you what this episode is. is. Yeah, but it's an insta skip. People are gonna fucking skip this one. <laughs> <laughs> Even with that montage that Emma worked so hard on. It was a great montage. Emma's gone. I guess it's not a great time. Emma left. Emma's left. She couldn't even stand listening to this. She's sick of this bullshit, just like all of us. Um. So no. So no verdict. I feel like we need some. We need some sort of closure. No, no, no. We gotta give a fork score. I'm joking. Um. I would. I will say this. Getting to our final thoughts here. I, maybe maybe this isn't canon. Maybe this is goes in the Doughboys Legends section of the the Doughboys uh, Wikipedia. Right next to but, Zorba. Right next to Zorba. But it is. Uh, but I still think that that we should have some sort of take here. So let's get to our final thoughts. Uh, so Susser, we'll begin with you. Your uh, closing argument, if you will. You know on what? your stake, your shake. Yes. Some, someone's gonna do a glow up of me to Zorba or something, or Zorba to me. <laughs> I guess I'm still you know unclear what? on what a glow up is. No, they're well, going to do one of Mitch. I get it. Okay. <laughs> uh, I thought the Silver Diner, I thought it was great. I loved having a steak. I loved having a shake. I loved this way of interpreting it. I think that you're right. It lives up to the spirit of nostalgia and something that we like. Um, so I give it uh, five forks, and I hope that wow. I will one day be able to share this place with you guys. Wow! Um, when the world returns to normal, and you guys are back touring, and you're back bringing me. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> that would that would that would be a dream to go to the Silver Diner with you, Sus. I hope that happens. Soon. No, I would like I would, I would like to do that, Sus, as well. Um. For me, the three restaurants that I chose are, yes, there's some nostalgia factors in it. Uh, you know, Fat Cat's been open for, God, I don't even know how long now, for probably 12 to 15 years. I, like, I think right when I 
headed out to California. It was it was open not too soon after that, so maybe 2007. I don't know. I'm doing a bad job, but the other two places are are places that I've eaten since childhood. And uh, Nick, I also got to say that I got um, I got a a wedge salad, and my me and my mom both got a wedge salad from Fat wow. Cat when we got our steaks. And that came that came with blue cheese and it had uh, onions, bacon, and tomatoes on it. And then also we got a side of blue cheese also for the fries because it came with a dipping sauce. And uh, Fat Cat has great blue cheese. Uh, look, I'm going five forks all around for all three wow. of these spots. And I'm just going to quickly give a shout out to the ice cream parlor that was formerly Brigham's. Give me ice cream treats since I was a boy. And I still enjoy it there. There's things there that I find there that I can't find anywhere else in the world. And look, more and more places like this are are are, are starting to disappear, and you got to support local businesses, Nick. You you, you got to do it. I know that this podcast is about fast food restaurants and chains and these kind of giant corporations, but it's good again around the holidays and because especially because it's twenty twenty. If you have a place that you love that makes something special, go out and support them. Put money behind them. These people are heroes for still working uh, through all of this, and and yeah, and, and you know what? Leave leave some tips too. Leave tips for people who are working these jobs because they need it, and they're risking their lives and putting their lives on the line. Um, so five forks for that. Wow, five five forks for D'Angelo's, which is a local chain that I've loved, and and it's funny to support something that is a chain restaurant, but I. It is kind of a regional chain restaurant and something that I really love, and it is just specific to the area, and uh, and uh, and I really enjoy it. And so, if you're in that, if you're in the New England area, go support D'Angelo's. I I really had a fantastic sandwich there. I think it's great. And then Fat Cat, of course, is close to my heart, and and uh and that's that's family basically that works there. And and so Five Forks, it's my favorite wow. restaurant in Quincy. Uh, go support it and go support your local restaurants. It's been a tough year, but 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 we talked about you know we got this this beautiful message of this beautiful glow up message which was uh mm-hmm. which was which which brought a tear to my eye, but just think about the restaurants and the food and the special the special the special treats and in in the special sandwiches and snacks that bring you joy similar to to, to what people were saying with the podcast which was really touching but but think about all those things and go and support them with some with some dollars and and uh and and help people get through this this hard year that's all i gotta say a, a lovely sentiment there mitch and yeah i i'll I'll just add you know if if you are fortunate enough like like we are to still be you know having a little bit of of money uh in the midst of all this economic peril if you if you are someone in that situation and you can support a local business uh, a local restaurant that's wonderful one way you can do that beyond just patronizing it is uh, if you just buy a gift card from one of mm. these places if again if you have the means if you can buy a gift card and then just you know either give that as a gift to somebody or you know just hold on to it for a bit then that just kind of puts some money in their uh pockets and and helps them sustain i, I fully agree with mitch uh, tip tip a uh, tip as as well as you can wherever you go um i uh and and to all the 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 food service workers and and grocery workers out there uh, thank you for your service, as always. God bless you for everything you do. I love Del Taco, and it's a five-fork chain for me. I think that burrito was absolutely, you know, 
in that in that range. Not the best item I've ever had from there, but definitely delivered on what I wanted from Del Taco. I love Baskin Robbins. Childhood favorite of mine. I thought it was great when we reviewed it on the podcast uh, with our buddy Dave King. And uh, this milkshake was unbelievable. It was like one of the best things I had all year. Uh, bar none. This is this is a five-fork milkshake for sure. Uh, Trader Joe's, you know, the only item that under-delivered was that vanilla protein shake. But I love Trader Joe's as a place to shop. And I think the workers there are great. And I think they, you know, absolutely, they just carry exactly what I need for the most part. And everything is, it feels like reasonably priced. Uh, you can get good proteins there. And that ribeye was a great piece of meat that I did my best to cook uh, to live up to its, uh, live up to what I was given. So I'm going to give Trader Joe's five forks as well. Five forks all around. Wow. This was a five forks experience for me. And I think a wow. five forks uh, kind episode. of experience. An episode, a five forks episode. <laughs> We're rating <laughs> Doughboy's episodes now. Wow. Yep. Um, hey, that was our review of Steak and Shake. It's time for a segment. We've got a seasonal food stuff. We're going to give our takes. It's another edition of Seasons Eatings. The official theme song oh, yeah. of Seasons Eatings, Guster's cover of Donde Esta Santa Claus. This is not one. I was waiting for you to sing something, but this is just the one where we no. play it. No, yeah. No, there's, there's no lyrics to this one. So, Susser, as you know better than anyone, mm-hmm. and as I mentioned earlier, we had the Doughboys Tournament of Champions Munch Madness this year, Mac Attack, where we went through the entire McDonald's menu and had yep. a number of rules there. One of the rules was, if it's seasonal, it's reasonable. But one yep. item was not seasonal at the time of the tournament. The it wasn't McRib. reasonable. It yep. was not reasonable. But now the McRib is back, once again, and... It's time for us to cover it. We're closing out the year by covering the McRib. Wow. So the McRib sandwich, if you're unfamiliar with it, is a seasoned boneless pork uh, patty dipped in in a tangy barbecue sauce topped with slivered onions and dill pickles on a toasted home-style bun. Mitch, your friend Micus. Ho, ho, ho. I hope people leave me a McRib under the tree. (laughs) (laughs) It's Santa. Santa? Wow. That's right. I think Santa would love that. After all the cookies? No more cookies. Give me a McRib, Nick. (laughs) Nick. Yes. I'm also Nick. Saint Nick. How about that? You know, I love, I actually like that about Christmas. Mm. There's a jolly old Saint Nick (laughs) that makes me think of me. That's what you like about Christmas? (laughs) It's one of the things. (laughs) Okay. Well, Well, I don't know. Imagine if Santa was named Saint Mike. Or St. Mitch. Wouldn't you be like, hey, it's cool. It's like Santa has the same name as me. You're talking to me now instead of Santa? Yeah. yeah, I don't know if that would make me like the season anymore. Yes, I'm with Mitch. It's a weird reason to like <laughs> Christmas. I don't know. I like. I kind of always have a, a little bit of an allegiance towards anyone who's got the same name as me. Well, but- I was going to stick around a little <sighs> longer, but after talking to Nick, I'm going to take <laughs> off, everyone. Bye, Santa. Now, Bye. Now, San- Santa, do, do you still give Got Mitch gifts Express. or just Mitch's mom? <laughs> Good question. Two jokes Gifts come from me and Mitch. Mitch is a good 
Mitch is a good boy, so he gets gifts from mother and from me. Wow. And All right, is your back to the, the Lolita, Lolita Express. Express. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Wow, there he goes. So, so wow, uh, wow. A visit from Santa, Nick. It was really worth it. All the celebs stop by the Doughboys. Hey, you know what? That's part of the glow up. That's Who right. Who better to it hear is. from during the glow up than Santa himself? Yeah, that's right. All the celebs are stopping by for the final. Oh reunion. my! Wow, <laughs> Bill Clinton, former president. Hey, how about you leave me a McRib under the under the tree? Famously a fan of McDonald's, Bill mm-hmm. Clinton. People have maybe forgotten about that because he's a vegan now. That's right. Well, time for me to take off too. <laughs> Got Santa sleigh. <laughs> Weird. Uh, so, so hold on. Do you think that Bill Clinton is helping Santa on Christmas? I I mean, he might be now. It's a possibility. He's, some, he's it's like his Habitat for Humanity. He's helping out Santa. <laughs> so, Mitch, I wanted to talk to you about something which I did not do. Mm-hmm. I did not follow Micah's advice. Your friend and mine, Micah, mm-hmm. said to add cheese to the McRib. That's right. I found this bizarre. You add cheese to the McRib. This is the Micus way, the Micus order. The Micus specialty is adding cheese to the McRib. Um, I uh, I did this, but I also got one McRib as is. I did both. Wow. Wow. It's been a while, obviously, since it, it, it's been gone for how long? Didn't we have one on Doughboys? No? We had one on the Doughboys Double, our Patreon episodes. Mm. We had one with Aaron McGathy. We did yeah. a McRib with McGathy. That's right. That's um, just the level of booking we get. We have a guest <laughs> who's we have a guest whose name starts with Mick, and we're like, sure, we'll get it. We'll have a McRib with this person. Yes, I mean, I think that's it's the level of, of thought we put into our podcast. Bill Clinton came by. He didn't even do anything. God, <laughs> no, he just got the fuck out of here as quickly as possible. I'm it's so almost as if like Bill Clinton fingers. didn't know why he was here exactly, <laughs> and didn't really have a plan. <laughs> What, am I supposed to write out my Bill Clinton bit? <laughs> no. I liked it. Guess who else is here? It's me, George H. Uh, me, George W. I forgot my, I forgot my middle name for a second. <laughs> you thought you were on your own dad you for a dad? second. Yeah, I thought I was my dad for a second. Oh, boy. Do you have a reason for being here? No, but I just want to say <laughs> strategery. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> By George W. Bush. He's also Bye. getting into the sleigh. Yeah. <gasps> Nick. Yes. And uh, hey, it's me, Obama. I'm gonna get on the sleigh too. Nick, they're they're getting they're going out to give out the the vaccine to everyone. <laughs> wow. wow. The three uh, Obama, W, and Clinton. The three presidents we, I guess, everyone likes now. We're just saying all three of them are good now. Mm-hmm. We like them all. Sure, because they're not Trump. They're all. And going, don't they're forget all about the me. The other living president, Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter. Well, Car- you know what? I think you're, you actually your post president. Very not like you. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yes. <laughs> but he's. You sound closer to Ross Perot, I would say. <laughs> Are you Ross Perot? That's right. It's me, Ross Perot. You got me. <laughs> Get out of here, Perot. Okay. I'm going to go help give out the uh, the vaccine. Bye, everyone. All right, he's All right, going bye. to. 
Wow, the, all the presidents are, are going with Santa to give out the vaccine at the end of the it's, year. It's beautiful. It, it, it's it, the only thing would be more beautiful is if Sully himself was flying. It was flying the sleigh. Was flying the sleigh. Uh, but that's impossible. I mean, that's crazy. Uh, so anyway, let's back to the McRib. So you got one with cheese and one without. Did somebody say impossible? What? Who it's, are you? It's me, Jimmy Carter. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, that does sound more like That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting on the sleigh. Okay. Do, do you know Sully? Can you get Sully to drive it? I'm here, she. It's me, Shelly, she. <laughs> That's what you sound like? <laughs> like right, Edward she. G. Robinson? Yeah, that's from a right, film noir. <laughs> I was trying to think okay. of a new I was trying to think of a New York accent. Oh and this my is God. what came into my head. She? Well, so you I never had the McRib. I never what... had the McRib either. Shut and... up, saucer. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Don't yell at Susser. Why not? I don't know. <laughs> it's right, a, it a lovely gesture. Why are you do the Sully? Okay, uh, let's. I I don't remember. I can't. I don't. I don't remember what Sully sounds like. What Tom Hanks's <laughs> Sully sounds like. But I remember what his Captain Phillips sounded like. I'll do. I'll do Captain Phillips or Mr. Okay. Rogers. Yeah, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, hey, it's me. Uh, it's me, uh, Captain Phillips. Uh, there's pirates coming. <laughs> I'm scared. Oh, I'm no Jesus. longer the captain. Jesus Christ! They told me they, that he they were the captain now. Oh, Emma, just edit everything out. Just edit it all out. Uh, especially, actually, only keep Weiger's Captain Phillips impression in, and everything else just take out. Uh, okay. Birds. Birds. Jesus Christ! So the McRib, I Fuck never had you, it before. Sus. <laughs> Are you just, I also, you want to be done you with said the show? To do the cheese. Okay, yeah, go ahead. No. Okay, so you had also said to do the cheese, which I was like driving through the drive. I'm like, don't forget to ask with cheese. It's because it's not an option. And I was in my head. I'm going to like have to order it. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, so you'll just say like, oh, and is it, I'll be like, is it possible to do cheese? And I'll figure it out. Got up to the drive through. I'm like, a one McRib combo. And they're like, okay, it'll be that. I'm like, great. And there's, ah, no. Ah, I forgot oh, the boy. cheese. And then I thought about like, driving back and be like hey it's me again can you throw some cheese on there but then another car was coming and i'm like i can't get into a car accident yeah we're trying to get cheese on the mcrib i thought you know i could have done an up and back and like just went you know all the way back through and got in the normal one and then got in one with cheese but i just said enough's enough and i never had a normal mcrib anyway wow so i said wow yeah i was kind of scared of it as a young jewish boy um because it was like the pork sandwich and i was like oh and then when i heard that they like made something that tasted like bone that it was like you're eating bone and i wasn't sure about it but my big takeaway is they should call it the mixed sauce Mm. a bunch of sauce i mean that was the overwhelming thing is just like so much barbecue sauce Mm. yeah like i couldn't even like really it's just like an insane amount of barbecue sauce but the sandwich itself it was fine but just really overwhelming amount of sauce. Uh, I agree with you, and I think that's to cover up the low quality of the pork patty, which doesn't necessarily yeah. have a bone flavor, but has a bone form factor. 
it's all just like ground pork, but it's shaped into kind of like resembling a, a small, you know, baby back ribs uh, rack. I also I, I think I, this is I think this is semi unfair because I'm pretty sure that Suss's hands were covered in barbecue sauce when he got the McRib. <laughs> Yes, but it was a different flavor, so a different color. So I was able to distinguish between right. the two barbecue sauces. <laughs> um, the the I, I will say the things that I think helps the McRib, which is not a regular thing I get, but I've had a number of McRibs over the years. I think the presence of the pickles and the the raw onions help cut all the sweetness because that it is it, Susser's right is a lot of sauce but when you get those bites with the pickles and with a with a bit of the onion that you know kind of gives you some sourness to 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 counter that I think that's actually pretty good and I think it's you know it, it's just on the cusp of being too bunny but I think it's the right amount of bun mm. for this sandwich I don't know I think the McRib has its place and I think it's a I I, I think it's de- I think it's a decent seasonal offering mm. for McDonald's what do you think Mitch I think the McRib is good. Wags, I was eating. I went. I got a McRib uh, meal, large, a large fries and a large Coke. I got, I got the meal. Yeah, I also got the meal. I should mention. I got, and I got a black coffee uh, for my drink. And boy, man, I miss McDonald's coffee. It's been a long time since I had wow. one. McDonald's coffee is great. Sorry, go on, Mitch. Um, I uh, McRib and a coffee feels like a feels like a blowout. Uh, a, a a a blowout situation. No, it feels yeah. like a it feels like uh, there's a glow up. I feel like this might this episode might be the brownout. <laughs> Christ. Um, speaking of brownout, sus, you're right. There is a lot of sauce on these things. That's right. Uh, maybe it should be called the mix sauce, as you said. It's a yeah. uh, it's sauce crazy. I got so I got. I got the Micah special. I got the McRib with cheese on it. But then I also got the meal, just a plain McRib, with the fries and the Coke. And I got my mama McRib. So three McRibs total. I drive around. Uh, uh, I was talking to the, the lady at the window when I was paying. We had a nice conversation. She gave me some gift certificates, I think, because I was. Uh, wow. Because I think just because I was being friendly. Then I go to move forward. I hear a crunch. I've hit the pole. Oh, no. Just a little bit in my mom's car. And she's like, oh, that's what she made. That's what she was saying. And she said, you're the fifth person to do that today. The lady at the window. And I I pulled up. I barely did anything. There was already a crack in the bumper where I hit it. It was fine. (laughs) I thought thought your mom said that. I'm like, your mom's letting five people drive her car during Corona. (laughs) No, (laughs) just me. And I, 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 I hit the, I hit, I hit the front bumper. Uh, and, I felt bad. I told the lady at the window, my mom's going to kill me. She was probably like, you're yeah. 40 years old. What's wrong with you? Why is your mom going to kill you? Um, and then I got to the pickup window and I asked for ketchup. The woman told me that this is the, a new lady. This mm-hmm. is a different This is a different lady. She said, there's ketchup inside the bag. I get home. There's no ketchup inside the bag. Oh, I boy. got fooled. Mm. Uh, but, you know, whatever. That's not a big deal. Uh, I ate the McRib with cheese first, the one that Micah likes. I think it does add something to it, but it's so saucy that you can barely even taste the cheese. But I did think it was a nice addition. I liked it. Overall, I think the sandwich is good for an item that's like, it would be nice to go and get that for lunch one day and then one sure. day only, you know, every couple of years. I think I'm fine with the way that the McRib, McRib comes back. I'll tell you this. My mom took a bite of it and she said, Michael, 
I really like this. My mom loved the McRib. <laughs> wow. Wow. My mom really loved the McRib. She 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 loves she loves barbecue ribs. And she was enjoying this McRib. And uh and she'd probably give it five forks, but I think as a specialty item, it's good. It's a fun specialty item, Wags. Yeah. My my just that makes me my mother in law also loves the McRib. Wow. And I wonder, is it a mom's thing? Do moms love the McRib? Do moms love them? They moms might love the McRib. They might. Could just be a thing. Uh, I I think I w- here's here's how I would want to evaluate this one. If you'll indulge me, imagine this was available in March, and this mm-hmm. was in the Doughboys Tournament of Champions. Rate the McRib by saying how far you think it gets in the tournament. Knocked out in the f- first or second round. Um, I am going to say I think the McRib has a little bit of a run in it and wins two rounds and gets that knocked out in the the sweet and sour 16. Mm. Yeah. I think depending on the matchups, it maybe makes it to the sweet 16. I think it would beat like, I think it beats like the McFish or whatever, or the fish fillet. Yeah. Yes. 100%. And then then it beats all the salads, of course. Sure. And, and then besides, I don't think it beats a McChicken though. It doesn't beat a McChicken, but it meet, it beats other chicken sandwiches for sure. Yeah, I I can imagine a ma- I can imagine a setup where it it wiggles its way into you know the round of sixteen, and then it's all. I I can't imagine it going any further than that. But that's where that's where I think it's kind of its its you know peak. It's ceiling, if that. you will. All right, that was Seasons Eatings. Just like a restaurant, you value your feedback. Let's open to the feedback. And today we have an email from at Rover Suede, who writes, As we all know, vanilla is a flavor, but which flavor of vanilla is best? Every time at the, I'm at the grocery store, I see French vanilla, vanilla bean, old-fashioned vanilla, extra creamy vanilla, malted vanilla, classic vanilla, and just plain adjective-free vanilla. We're getting the fucking Bubba Gump of vanilla over here. Fucking... <laughs> Take it easy on the guy. His friend friend died in his arms in Vietnam. Um, If you're at the store picking out a vanilla, what type are you most likely to purchase? Which vanilla varietal do you vote victorious? Not a lot of alliteration there at the end. Um, A lot of of options here. Susser, when you think of vanilla, which type of vanilla do you like? I like vanilla bean. I'll say that right off the top. Mm -hmm. And then I like French vanilla. And some sort of creamy vanilla could be okay. But uh, I think vanilla bean can be really good. Susser, I fully agree with you. Vanilla bean is my top pick. I, I think you get those little bits of bean in there. I think that's just, you know, you know that's a quality product, and you know that's going to have some some strong vanilla flavor to it. It's an exotic bean. Give me mm. that bean. I've never heard of malted vanilla. That's a new one for me. I'm, I'm curious to try it. I've had vanilla malts. But malted me vanilla neither. is a flavor. I think he, he maybe I think he made it up. I think he made it up. Hmm, yeah, that could be a ro- at Rover Suede invention. Mitch, what say you? What's your favorite vanilla varietal? I too like vanilla bean, but my number one is just straight up vanilla wags. I'm gonna go straight mm. vanilla. Wow, just regular vanilla. Vanilla ice cream. That's that's what I want. But I, I like the vanilla bean. I think it's good. But give me just straight up vanilla. Vanilla vanilla is how it's, you roll. It's, it's nice and smooth. It's nice and yeah. a nice smooth ice cream. Fully, uh, I, I mean, that's an absolutely valid pick. Emma, what, what about you? Ed, you got a favorite kind of vanilla? Oh, definitely vanilla bean. I completely agree. I wow. like those, those little flecks wow. of vanilla. Perfect. Wow. Wow. 
<laughs> uh, Emma did a chef, an actual chef's kiss. We saw on the Zoom. So there you go. It's true. We're ending the year on a vanilla question, Wags. Hey, you know what? We talked vanilla a lot on the show, and this was the Steak and Shake episode. We got a little vanilla talk at the end of our shake talk. I think it's fine. But let us know your favorite for a vanilla varietal. Hashtag Thrilla Vanilla. And if you have a question or comment about the world of chain restaurants, you can email us at doughboyspodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 830-GO-DOUGH. That's 830-463-6844. And to get the Doughboys Double, our weekly bonus episode, join the Golden or Platinum Plate Club at patreon.com slash doughboys. Evan Susser. Sus. I think the one thing we have missed in this glow-up episode, Mitch, you and I have not given Susser his own glow-up. Susser, Sus. you're, you're a huge part of the show. People don't know how much you do wow. behind the scenes. People don't know how much you consult on what we should do on the show, who we should have mm. on the show, um, and uh, you know how much you just also just uh, are like an emotional support person for Mitch and I, who are both mercurial uh, weird men. Um, and we, we, we honestly, we, we've said this before. It's not hyperbole. We could not do Doughboys without you. Thank you for doing that. That lovely I putting agree. together that lovely uh, compilation of, of we, audio we, clips. But but we love having you on the show. We love you, Sus. We 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 uh we're, we're you you are definitely the uh you're you're the third Doughboy in in uh oh, in, thank you and uh well the, in, and also Emma you as well. There's a whole Doughboys family. Okay, well you know I think that. it's okay so you're the third dough boy but i'm the only dough girl that's wow that is true that's there's a dough boys family in sus we uh it it wouldn't work without you so thank you sus wait we We got seven dough boys and one dough girl we got to do better (laughs) this is 2020 it's like ucb fucking do do better (laughs) it's like the bill Um, writer's room Thank you, Sus. It's been a tough year. Thank you, Susser. Yes. But we love you. And, and, uh, and, we love and, you. Yeah. And and one one thing to kind of plug and one final glow up. So we, we're not announcing the exact date, but there is a Doughboys telethon. That's right. Coming. That's right. And also, so, it's called the 25-hour Doughathon. That's right. The 25 we're going hour for 25 hours. Uh, you guys can also cut this out if you want, but I just want the listeners to know that you guys are really great guys, and this year has been a very hard year, and right when the pandemic started, I thought the first thing to do is make sure everyone knows that they can't get any refunds from the Patreon, but instead, <laughs> what you guys did is you made a very large donation. I'm going to say the amount. Again, you can cut this all out. $25,000 to restaurant workers, to food banks, and continued throughout the year to give to large amounts of money to charities, which a lot of people who make a lot more give a lot less. And I want to say I'm very proud to know you guys and proud of this work that you do and that you don't take credit for or don't even let people know. Um, And I just think the listeners should know about that. And hopefully when we do this telethon, that spirit uh, moves people to, if they're able to, to also donate to charity. So I just wanted to say that last Thank thing. That, that makes sense. Very nice, sir. sir. You very got nice me teary-eyed again. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, that's it for me. Uh, what Did you have something else, Nick? Are you calling your own shot? <laughs> getting out of here? <laughs> like, it's the end of your set? Yep. <laughs> Sus, you know what? I give you five forks as a guy. You're a five-fork five, guy. You. A five-fork man. Mm-hmm. And that's just uh, when he's eating lunch. <laughs> <laughs> More like a five napkin man. That's, that's a, five forks is a lot of courses. Jesus. 
Like Hillbilly Elegy. Not sure what to do with all the forks. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'll do it for this episode of Doughboys. Until next time, until next year, for the Night Spoon Mike Mitchell, I'm Nick Weiger. Happy eating. See you, everyone. Merry Christmas. <laughs> it was Santa. On the next Doughboys Double, it's the 2020 Doughboys Christmas Special, Weig Hard. An all-star cast of Doughboys fan favorites joined for a loving tribute to Die Hard, which is actually a Christmas movie if you think about it. Give yourself a gift. Get the Doughboys Double every Tuesday only at patreon.com slash doughboys. Sources for this week's intro are in the episode description. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>